I muted myself. Let me try that again. Uh, <laughs> did you? I heard I you. No, I muted myself on the streaming software. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there's another way to mute. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, How am I still so Probably bad at us. this? I, it's I every single time with OBS. Oh, every single time I do it, I do it too. If there's one thing I've learned during this pandemic is there's a lot of different ways to. Uh, again, I'm just gonna trail off at the end there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there yeah. are though. There are quite a few ways too. Yep. Okay. Uh, let me. Yeah. Something. Something. Yeah. No. 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 This is this is the most penultimate or the ultimate burn campaign. Yep, intro. Yep. Culmination. Okay, intro. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again because I suck and Did we decide right. that burn is spelled with nine R's or is it spelled? I, that was at the start. Hi everybody, welcome to Nature Check's Burn Campaign, the show where we come for the game and stay for the science. This is lucky episode number thirteen. Thanks, as always, to those of you who are watching us live. I already saw Qui-Gon check in in the chat. I appreciate you being here. Um, If you have questions for the cast, you know the drill. Feel free to post them in the chat, and we'll address them as we can, or I'll bring them up so that we can talk about them on the actual stream. If you're not watching us live or you want to share us with your friends, thanks for catching us on video at our YouTube channel or on our podcast. Don't forget subscriptions or smashing the buttons on any of our platforms. Uh, really help us out as well as like comments and reviews and stuff. Um, so thank you for doing those as well. And the social media information for the entire Nature Check cast is as always down in the reference section below. Now it's time for introductions. Hi, I'm Cheryl. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago. And when I'm not doing research, you can find me on YouTube as The Roving Naturalist. Uh, for the burn campaign, I'm running the family called The Ripples and my character's name is Islay. Uh, next we've got Jordan. Hey, I'm Jordan. I had to actually check and make sure that I wasn't muted because normally I mute myself while you're talking and then have to unmute myself, but that didn't happen this time. Anyway, uh, my pronouns are she, her. I'm a PhD student at Harvard and MIT studying brain stimulation, machine learning, clinical anesthesia. When I'm not doing that or 8 billion other things, I also run a YouTube channel on artificial intelligence and algorithms. And for this campaign, I run the family of the Institute and play the character Alyssa, who I don't know how much time has passed in this campaign, but somehow she's not dead because she started middle aged. Pretty (laughs) old by this point. Like 30 ish years, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't put a number on it. (laughs) Cool. Well, she's still trucking along, I guess. I've said numbers, so somebody who was paying attention and added them up probably knows maybe 20. Anyhow. She's only 20 years old. That's amazing. We need no, a thing like 20 years backwards. Backwards. She was a baby like when we started. Stats for, but for us. Um. <laughs> Why is it pronounced MIT instead of MIT? That's a good question. I don't know. That's Xander's introduction. Go <laughs> ahead, Xander, if you want to keep. <laughs> Endless Jordan. I think you were. Sorry. I'm Xander. I'm the, I'm the question guy. <laughs> I'm uh, currently writing a dissertation proposal, so my brain is a little bit low <laughs> on juice today, uh, but I'll do my best. And uh, I play the Bowerbirds in this campaign. I'm watching an Oreo development. Uh, <laughs> That's about right, yeah. Oh, my pronouns are he, him. Mm-hmm. That's what I normally say in the intro. Yeah, I'm a, a psychology graduate student. <laughs> Mm-hmm. aren't we all we're so good at this and i want to no. know uh i want to know everything this is your perennial reminder to log into roll 20 um while peter introduces himself uh yeah i guess that's my cue to uh, introduce no, myself my name is peter 
as mentioned by Cheryl, my pronouns are he, him. I teach people about agriculture and entomology, which is the thing that I have a degree in. I play the family, <laughs> the shepherds of the cave. Um, oh, yeah. And my current character's name is Essie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is good because clearly our DM does not remember that, so I'm reintroducing. That's why we no, can't because we forget whoever yeah. one is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have very state-dependent memory, so like, uh, if uh, once I'm reminded of what we're doing, I'm in a pretty good shape. But like going into every single episode, I have no idea what's happening. Sometimes we even forget who ourselves are, so the intros That's are true. important. Um, <laughs> who am Peter? <laughs> who am Peter? Who am Peter? Uh, and then of hey, course, and there's our game Jareth? <laughs> who am Jareth? Jareth am uh. Jareth MGM, Jareth M uh, physicist, uh, Jareth M. Okay, I'm done with this. This is uncomfortable even for me. Uh, yeah, my, I use the pronouns and yeah, I studied physics and particular nuclear and astro. Uh, and I think that's everything. Is that is that uh, what's on your shirt, uh, physic? Uh, yeah, well, this is Hey, actually, there we go. That answers uh, my question. Kinda, yeah. See, you move physics. up a little bit, it says physics. <laughs> this was my... Uh, Please break out U, U, M, and L if you solve for them as three separate letters, which is the school I went to, UMass Lowell. Go Riverhawks, I want to say. I cared. I cared is that so a real much bird? Maybe. Aren't you the animal expert? I think it's not. Googling Riverhawk. I think it's more like a class it's... of bird than like Riverhawk Brewing. Specific... Riverhawk Boats. Riverhawk Are they Music all in Festival. Riverhawk Industrial in Supply in Florida. I, I don't know. What the? F Why are these Floridians <laughs> chomping our flavor? Um, okay, these birds so before... are quite the entrepreneurs. <laughs> they are. Uh, we had a good hockey team. Anyhow, uh, before uh, we get started, uh, oh, what? A D one hockey team. Oh, wow. I'm glad you got that oh, okay, because sure. I missed it. Oh. Yeah, no, that went. Vroom. That's how I can tell I'm tired today. That was good. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That's that's rough. All right. Well, welcome to birds. <laughs> Welcome to Burn. Uh, we do have an announcement. What with the upswing of grad student season and all that, unfortunately, everyone's schedules are getting too busy. So we're uh, hopefully finishing off strong on this one. We're going to kind of try and bring it into a nice landing and uh, we'll see where that is. It's been like a month. I played KSP two weeks ago. That was fun. Thanks to everyone who hung out. Uh, yeah, we were doing kind of an expedition. Does anyone want to kind of give us a state of affairs? Hmm. If I remember Just from like catch us up because it's been you know yeah okay so we maybe for me too a week <laughs> uh, a week off that we took okay so we uh we met we've now met people from, from kind of two different separate... other subterranean cities right one of I, one group had New York I accents gave them some accents and the other group had Boston accents but they're hey. not geographically they are not close Boston and New York right it's just like happens to have been how these things played out <laughs> right. in the it's confines based on the of one dvd years. that their culture was exactly right. especially because they, they can't be from right. boston because you cannot walk from boston to the equator apparently is what we learned last time um <laughs> look at all these details i'm pulling walk to um, new york from the equator i didn't try that one on google maps or anyway versa. i thought it was right. that google maps was just like no. no like it's not that like you geographically can't google right. maps just said no yes yeah. that. <laughs> well there's the panama canal you'd have to figure that out maybe it was because but. it was walking directions and it didn't account for the swimming part anyway um mm -hmm. so we met those people 
And we slash they, well, there was a bunch of like trading. Xander got some transportation tech and other stuff. And uh, as a group, the three of us organizations or cities or whatever determined that the subterranean cities might be laid out in some sort of predictable grid. And so something I, um, there was some scouting info. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I that's what I said. But the more I think about it, the worse it is. Oh, OK. Well, scratch that. <laughs> uh, but somehow we determined the possible probable location of another of these subterranean cities. And we decided to go on an expedition. So it's us mm -hmm. and some of our followers and then also the Bostonian people because Jareth didn't want to do the New York accent anymore. Yeah, like um. too many NPCs just gets in my own way. <laughs> Uh, and so we are on we are on an, the expedition to go to this other place. Uh, Lissa was riding Preparing on a or? palanquin being That's carried by a whole bunch of the robot drones. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and a drone uh, queen at this point. Yeah, right. And we had just gotten stuck in a blizzard, and we decided to wait out the blizzard and eat the extra food that the oh, shepherds yeah, had brought with That's them. Right. We so that we Gotta wouldn't roll. die yeah, okay. trying to navigate through the blizzard. Super. That's all I remember. <laughs> no, that's pretty... I, that sounds like, I think, most of the events, so good job remembering it. Cool. All right, uh, then, it's a fresh morning set off, I think. So we rolled... That last one was just getting kind of started with the pathfinding roll, if I remember correctly. I shouldn't have done that at the end of the session. That was a foolish mistake. Uh, but we did. We did. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to open up the source books. We're really uh, in regular form here. I mean, it's burn. <laughs> this right, is what it go. is. <laughs> in our, our burn groove, um, how we do. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, the moves. And we did, yeah, okay. You survived. It was good. You found a thing, but that wasn't too relevant, I remember. Okay, so you're kind of heading southwards, if I recall, kind of. So you'd be, yeah, okay. Heading southwards towards uh, where you believe a uh, second or fourth, fourth, uh, one of these cities is. Okay. Then since Peter rolled so good, I'm just looking at some real good rolls here from last time that we can probably get you guys to the elevator and breaking into uh, the city is the more exciting part of this, is it not? Ooh, we're um, breaking in? Right? Breaking in, well, yeah. Whoa. I'm not opening That's any certainly. doors. <laughs> Smart. Um, no, so what you find is a fairly uh, familiar at this point, kind of uh, looks roughly like that sort of elevator base that you guys had. They were all done from a common design. I think that by that point, they're, you know, it was a big uh, humanity spanning project. So, does your door policy also of... apply to things like beaded curtains? You know, oh, does it? Like room room separators or like just doors? What if it's uh, like a screen door? Anyhow, <laughs> make a window then. All right. Uh, sorry. Jordan is refusing so, yeah, to you... answer. Yep. <laughs> Fair. And I guess before telling you that it's locked, uh, do you want to try something? Because it is, in fact, ah, dang it. I gave it away. I checked for time. Um, it's locked. <laughs> Way to really build the suspense there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just was like. you that it's locked, would you like to? Try to open the door. I was like, no, you should have. I should have waited until you attempted to open it, but like, I already let that. As he, as he walks up bag, and like you know? jiggles the handle really hard back and forth just in case it's like frozen. 
Uh, give me a diffuse thing with force or whatever the god I should know. If it's frozen, I should really you can know about it. Can you? Uh, yeah, I used to have to do that on the the door lock. Nintendo? On my, no, on my car some mornings when I was part. That's a Midwest campus. problem. No, and when I grew up in Pennsylvania, I was on campus and would have to like get in my car early to drive over the mountain to the place where my class was. Long story. Okay. But sometimes no, this is relevant. In January, I, I like the the lock on my car door because I didn't have a boop boop right, so I had to like physically unlock the car door. Yeah. And sometimes it would be frozen closed, so then I would have to like put my face against the car door and blow on it to, to, to defrost the lock fair enough peter if you'd like to try that oh you failed uh okay <laughs> surprisingly yeah, it's locked. <laughs> so i guess uh i feel like now is when i should have introduced that intro that it is in fact so kind of um what you find is that this it seemed to be shut down it's not just like uh locked in the way that you know you would if you were going candy yeah after whatever it, it seems like there's no power running through it that you can tell like there's kind of glance in a window and spot the functioning giant elevator that uh the thing is more or less here to house but like there's no lights there doesn't seem to be power attached to it uh none so, of those fancy things okay so is this our de facto halloween episode and therefore we should knock and say trick-or-treat yes i see mm -hmm. where you're going with this well, uh, Qui-Gon Bauer is call, uh, says he was calling it now. It's going to be some kind of necropolis. So maybe it is a Halloween episode. Maybe. I had so... a different plan, but we can always. <laughs> it is now. Roll for initiative. I don't have initiative. I know. <laughs> um... You do all the rolling. <laughs> it's our 13th episode. The last episode for now. None of us understands the game system. No. <laughs> I, I do intend to leave it somewhere where if our sketch was uh, right. at that yeah. should have been back then. But uh, what the hell? I'll announce this. We, I do. We're hopefully kind of leaving it somewhere semi-ambiguous such that it could theoretically be picked up. We'll see what what's what. But well, when we come back, all of just... us die conceivably. Are, we get that's true. That's true. Right. Um, when I we come back, players. the game system will have been just be inexplicably changed. The door, <laughs> the elevator, is this like? Yes, I no, I, I was going to ask, do, have we encountered people from this? This is one of the... Uh, no, this is distinctly another one. Okay. Um, the ones you've, I think probably some of, in the kind of intervening months, some of you, not you personally, but your agents have probably like been involved in like, going out and trading with them not just not just them coming to you uh and so as such they they and your friendly bostonian companions could be like yeah this isn't really uh ah, damn it i've lost it i've lost it i grew up with it and i've lost it oh no ah fun um <laughs> just say wicked a but few that, times it's a very standard back. design yeah lobster. maybe <laughs> wicked lobster um, no that's not it lobster is if you're i mean it's part of that but like if i was saying lobster i'd be trying to get that main that mm, main uh mm -hmm. wicked is how i get into my boston there it yeah. is right. wicked. yeah so this elevator is it's the same sort of design that you'd have <laughs> kid <laughs> like mm. they're, they're all the same anywho <laughs> um so we have no reason to believe that there are any people inside this correct you uh i think in part we're hoping uh, or they were uh, i can't speak to your personal hopes here but that uh you this is already a disappointment <laughs> as such 
Um, but well, now you can't speak to yet. our hopes, but you can speak to our disappointments. To <laughs> your <laughs> friends. <laughs> your friends. Oh, oh, damn. Essie is pumped about this locked oh, door. Sucks. She has not encountered a locked door that mangled her giant beloved scary <laughs> in the past. This is the first locked door mm. she has ever encountered. She's very excited about ever? it. I should... We don't have locked doors and... I mean, I'm sure the Institute does. Well, uh, she lives, yeah, in, an, we an, in, she lives in an anarchist commune. There are yeah. no locked doors. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, There's no personal property. You like, like wherever you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I will say uh, that, like, this is kind of a powered hash uh, door rather than just, like, closet door. You could probably, for instance, uh, break in through a window and get people in, uh, but, like, getting kind of gear in wouldn't work that way. And there are likewise kind of some like side exits because that would be wild too. And I think if you want to go around and try those, you could. I won't tell you if they're locked or not yet. How about that? <laughs> Ooh, I know. <laughs> oh man, I'm learning. I check for traps. Fifteen episodes and we're learning. Um, uh, would Isley like to do that? <laughs> I was. Completely kidding. If there are Not traps, traps, I will but check go around them. and I check the extra. <laughs> um, Is that a steel roll or a force roll? <laughs> I, I just want to know if she does. We're not rolling sure. things yet. Yeah, I'll go check Okay, the then, yeah, you, you can uh, find... Roughly, I think getting people in isn't your main issue. It's that the gear that goes, like, 10 miles down into the actual city is non-powered, and likewise, the front door that, like, lets you get cargo in and down is unpowered. Right, okay, so there's this, like, big, like, almost like a garage yeah. door-y thing that yeah, we would have I'm to get open to get like... our gear onto the platform of the elevator, but then the elevator mm -hmm. doesn't like, have power to go down. Right, this station seems unpowered. Um, if only we had some kind of an elevator operator, but as far as I know, no such faction exists. Alas, <laughs> uh, no. Who has? Someone has some uh, uh, some strings on. No, they're not strings in this game. Uh, treaty, right? Let me find your treaties. I don't have treaty on the I elevator operators. It, <laughs> I think no. they Peter, have treaty yeah, on Peter no, Peter because Peter lost. Yeah. Peter was a dick. Um, <laughs> what a what a shocker for me in this game. It's okay. That guy's dead now, but like you still You're that resentment is still Don't fresh. <laughs> turning over a new dung beetle. Well, God bless. Um, <laughs> I mean, in the last there, few there episodes, are some people from that. Yeah. Yeah. He, Go ahead. He established that uh, plant-based food was gross, so it couldn't have been turning over a new leaf because those are heinous. Well, <laughs> a new spore? Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a new pseudopod? <laughs> did did spore make you here. think of zombies, Jordan? <laughs> you... Um, no, just didn't. It wasn't the right. Didn't, wasn't into it. <laughs> <laughs> valid. You're so valid. Um, Turning over so a new phallus? have treaty. Maybe. That was Thallus with the TH, right? It was with a TH, you are correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure that <laughs> I was I tried a... to emphasize it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why don't somebody give me a plus sway roll to make to do this interpersonally rather than at a treaty level if you want to ask? Well, hang on. No, they have shared goals. That's ridiculous. Partial but... success. 
All right, excellent, good work. Uh, so Ganymede, I, I think, let me go look, we'll call it Diffuse. So right now, Ganymede, you go over and kind of in with them. You're like a scout style. And so kind of make sure that around. this place isn't a threat. Yeah, I think that's a part of what you're doing and kind of bringing in the qualified repair people who are in fact the elevator operators. They've got the right um, um, certifications, certificates. Exactly. Um, they, they've uh, yeah. got that C1S, I'm making up, anyhow. They've, they've got, got that, that weird <laughs> wrench that's like a hexagon. And, but like also that you could brain someone with. Yeah. Yeah, it's their uh, primary <laughs> close-range weapon. Because uh, quantum just, spanner. A la Ratchet and Clank. It's honestly, the most... It's in so many things. They did <laughs> not, to my knowledge, invent it. They were leaning on a well-developed trope at that point. But I am just in a uh, Dark Cloud. Uh, not that I think that invented it either, but uh, Dark Cloud 2, the guy's thing was a wrench, and I'm pretty... No, that might have been... I... <clears throat> This does not matter. I like it when you have a wrench as a weapon that makes me happy. That's all I'm trying to say right here and right now. And that's what these folks do. Have I showed uh, you guys my giant wrench? Oh my god. Go get your giant wrench. I will describe the problems with this elevator while you do. I could not tell whether that was a genuine comment or not. I was like 80% sure he was joking. I guess we're about to find out. 80% sure? Um, so roughly speaking, uh, these elevators, right, like you, these cities have largely been powered by nuclear generators, uh, yours and the other ones, uh, until yours went uh, foul, thanks to someone's robots. Uh, so if we go in um, here, our teeth might melt because there may have been a nuclear meltdown. It's, yeah. We have like a radiation um, detector, a Geiger, a Geiger counter. counter, a Geiger Mueller counter. Um, Yes, of course, a Geiger Mueller counter. I was just abbreviating. I don't know what that. Yeah, I mean that is the abbreviation. Yeah. I, uh -huh. uh, why it's that? Anyway, I don't know if that's actually a specific sort. I'm doing a bit of personal research on the topic and just starting to learn. Anywho, um, <laughs> neither here nor is it there. Your Geiger counters do not click more than usual. Although oh. I will say that usual that is a very giant wrench, Peter. Stunned right? silence. <laughs> <laughs> is that for like I was kind of looking down and then <laughs> it's not for anything it's, no, really it's, just, it's uh... like for bridges or something <laughs> right it's gotta be for something like that is it for, for something whatever Peter? it's for things that are this big <laughs> I appreciate yes. that not only is that a good melee weapon it's a reach weapon like you huh, have yeah. you threaten squares within 10 feet of yourself like oh no yeah, joke. yeah but it requires a strength of like 18 to wield <laughs> oh not, not that he's like pumping up his ability scores oh, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, no, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be able to wield it, only carry it around. Yeah. There's a whole, that's a whole different ball game, is it not? That's why proficiency is important if we were playing D&D, &D, which we're Yeah, I am not proficient in that wrench. Well, I guess we kind of have proficiency in my version. Anyway, it's different. Fascinating. I, yeah. Anyway, um, no, in 3.5, proficient means something different than What's it different? Yeah. Edition. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> five's just oh god. Oh, right. You're my friend five, who's played both. <laughs> anyway. I've played so many I've actually only played three editions. I've got I the rule books played... for second edition if you guys want to give that a shot, no. I don't understand. Advanced Dungeons <laughs> no. and Dragons, I did Let's play that play one. D &D. <laughs> oh, but you sure you kids don't want to learn about two hit armor class zero? I'm good. 
All Pardon right, me, uh, sir. May I borrow your Thacko? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. um, <laughs> It's not a power. The power's off. Like you guys have uh, kind of figured out, uh, worked through alternate powers, and there's backup powers, but those seem to have, in this case, been uh, deliberately shut down. If only um, we had a team of hamsters that could work together and be heroes to run on enough cool. generators. <laughs> I'm, I'm harking back to Cheryl's mention of hamster heroes. That, that no, wasn't on. You were talking to my robots. Oh, the robots. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you well, just plug uh, one of those straight? Like they have little batteries, right? Um, got yeah, little... they have some sort of self-contained power unit. Uh, They've got lightning cables, and you just plug them into the elevator. They have MagSafe. <laughs> I don't know that they have... Right? Like, they can kind of go weeks on end being tiny little robots wandering around. It takes a lot more energy to move a giant yeah. elevator shaft. I'm not sure they quite have that much stair power. Can I, I send think... one over to try to like yes. debug it? <laughs> like, can the power be turned on? Do you recognize this technology? I don't know. Yeah. Why don't what you kind of give me that? that lore roll? That's technology, baby. Sorry to call you baby. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are the youngest though so it's somewhat any that's partial. Uh, partial success okay so what do you the power part of it is down the shaft uh it kind of can run from run from stores up here but like the main batteries and the main transformers and all that are downstairs up here there's like I think mostly Decepticons. <laughs> Sorry, low hanging fruit. <laughs> there, Transformers mm. are downstairs. The Decepticons, those guys are upstairs. Decepticons are also Transformers. Now, hang on. <laughs> okay, I I accept. Auto, you're thinking Autobots. If I said Auto. Fair, fair. It was low hanging fruit. I'm sorry. I almost didn't go for it. Gundams are upstairs. Zander, I can't believe you did. I can't believe you did perfectly (laughs) calibrate every aspect of that joke to make it land exactly in real time. It's definitely the Um, first time that's ever happened on Burn. Yeah. <laughs> to you specific. So Jordan, what are you kind of telling them to do? Because like they're your friends and they'll listen to you. Uh, is kind of you um, worked through to that point. I want them to go down the elevator shaft and turn on the thing. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. So right, uh, they're small. It definitely takes some time. Uh, let me just look at the diffuse consequences. I don't know that Diffuse is exactly right here, so let's just leave it as a floating lore roll, because I could do that, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's true or not. It's your game. should learn the rules. You're the game master, you can do that. Also, we that's don't true. want to defuse it, we want to power it. Yeah, well. You could add a uh, lobster monster into the game right now. not adding monsters to this game. <laughs> I could. I could, though, if I wanted. I already had yes. panther monsters. Um, yeah, those leopard things that we fought so were it, very classic monsters. I, I, <laughs> know, I meant I meant the the Twitch watch points rewards. We're not using those to add mm. monsters to burn. Ah. <laughs> well. Anyway. Okay. Here, here's here's what I think you can get from it. Uh, it takes a couple hours for it to go down the shaft and back. Uh, climb back up. A couple um, hours. Jesus. Well, that's... How big is this building? <laughs> they come a back and couple be miles. They're very long. I 
you're you're hiding deep in the earth because it's warmer there uh mostly is what i figured and what most speculation on the topic says anyhow um <laughs> sorry i'm good but yeah um the like couple miles worth of shaft is what we're talking here so ours does not feel out of the question to me uh, i think what it can come back with is like it'll kind of uh with its like cool little camera eyes project a hollow projection of kind of the problem area but it has no idea how to come up with solutions to but it can go and implement them for you guys so you kind of have long range tools after a couple hours coming online um zoom in on that enhance enhance (laughs) Enhance. exactly i mean i the problem here is incredibly obvious uh looking at it though which is to say that somebody has switched the switches from on to off so i bet you guys can solve this one (laughs) what if stay with me here we flip the switches Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. on you always you said you always start with your crazy idea so now let's hear the not crazy idea let's Mm-hmm. <laughs> leave <laughs> yeah okay um so i i think what this roughly is because uh, like you rolled a partial success it takes a like a while especially i think if you had rolled a full success they could have done it on their own that's not it but like it takes a while i think you guys have to kind of move your move the convoy kind of into the base before it's, it's wars up or anything um, because it's starting to get dark and cold out again and it's like this convenient building so I don't mean to project here but certainly uh, your companions are like let's start moving inside it's getting cold it's getting dark out as the uh, power comes back on what so it just seems to be the backup power available which means the elevator will work but the lights are kind of minimal. Okay. Um, is this like kind of uh, airplane emergency lighting more dots for guidance than really the ability to uh, show you? Share what? Are you good? What disappeared? Sorry, my dog was losing her shit <sighs> about something, and I was like, I need to mute myself so the stream doesn't hear all the chaos that's happening. <laughs> oh, fantastic! My cats keep on like thinking about poking their heads in as I'm recording in the closet. Uh, and, but then they're just, no. Well, she was under the desk, and also there's a hardwood floor in here, so when mm-hmm. she got up, there was lots of, like, scrabbling sounds on the floor, and also Aww. she shook the entire desk, so, like... Good kitty. I did see that. I was <laughs> yeah. I was just curious. Sorry, I don't mean to... No, it's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, you're gonna... Small earthquake. <laughs> Cats are the best part of any Zoom call. <clears throat> that it's wasn't true. the cat. That was pets. Well, I got lost fine. at some point Cats in Dogs are just cats, anyways. Have you considered that perhaps your All dog is just a big animals cat? Animals are cats. If it's got four legs, it's a cat. <laughs> Peter, um, you have a comet. Um, Temple Grandin uh, does talk about how, uh, when she was younger, uh, Temple Grandin, the famous animal behavior scientist, mm-hmm. does talk about when she was younger. She had a. Uh, she just thought that it was different sizes of the same animal that cats were small and dogs were large see 
It's almost, especially, cats are fairly so similar, but there's so much variation in dogs that, like... Yep. I was going to say, it's because have never almost seen a chihuahua. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if I were an artificial intelligence classifier, I would just guess cat every time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so cats are, cats are, so dogs are really phenotypically plastic. There's a lot of, um, they can handle a lot of inbreeding, whereas cats cannot. They have a lot of deleterious genes. <laughs> so if you, if you get, like, a weird trait in a cat... So if you get a weird trait in a dog and you're like, oh, this would be a cool new breed of dog, you just like start inbreeding them. Mm. Um, That's true. Like, I do know. Like so if we real, want more... real weird inbreeding that most people would find to be uncomfortable, right? Like mating like offspring with parents. And But with a cat, if you do that, just all the kittens are stillborn. So, oh, yeah. so that's why they're... The story had a sad ending. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, uh, my unfortunately, are... Pistachio, the green puppy... <laughs> Uh, that's not a genetic. You guys don't know about pistachio, the green puppy. Okay, then this comment isn't. Gonna There's, I've seen a green cat once, uh, not in real life, but on the internet because it had gotten into some dye. <laughs> like that's. That is basically I, what happened to pistachio, the green puppy. It ended up getting dyed green. And then it like went all over the internet. So like there's a bunch of news articles about it and it was on like Stephen Colbert, or one of those shows, I don't remember. Yeah. Sure, and why called are me you... in her office and she was like, the green puppy was born in Italy. <laughs> But sure. it wasn't a genetic thing, so you couldn't just make a whole line of green puppies, unfortunately. Yeah, dye is not generally a genetic thing. Generally, as, as, the, as the, apparently the animal person here, did I get? Did I, is that what? <laughs> I have a yeah, physicist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it could mm -hmm. be anything yeah. bigger than like as a as a biologist, dying an animal does not change its <laughs> DNA usually. Depending on the dye, though, some of them are carcinogenic <laughs> or hey. mutagenic. So, so there's hope. Yeah, just keep trying. <laughs> or radioactive. Mm -hmm. is, or I guess that's me. Is that mutagenic? Yeah. What radiation? Yeah, I just. I'm sorry. What yeah. I oh mean yeah is, yeah. If it causes mutations, is, it's mutagenic. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Sorry, that's that's what I was trying to. Uh, or if there was some other sorry. Anywho, neat. <laughs> um. So yeah, you uh have, can get backup power online and get the elevator going. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some worrying sounds. I wasn't as good as I wanted them to be. If I'm being honest, I was hoping to you could try better. again. <laughs> I can pay for the reroll. <laughs> With the points. Second chance. Yeah, that sounds like, like drag that. racing. Like, like, yeah, really. I, yeah, see, that's I, that second tape didn't help. I just don't have them in me. I feel like it's like an old freight elevator, right? Where it's just like. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of. Like, I was I was thinking more generate kind of the sort of uh, like. Uh, generators whirring to life in a sci-fi yeah. kind of like those big magnets spinning up. Thinking more I mean, turbo also lift. in real life. Anybody uh, have a theremin? Oh yeah. Okay. I have a Hang big on. wrench. All right. I don't have a theremin. <laughs> 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 You've already done your prop demo call. for the day. <laughs> well, one of them at least. Of all of us in this call, I would expect Xander most likely to have a theremin. <laughs> I have a saxophone playing neighbor who <laughs> I think Cheryl might know this already. They made oh. it to the 12th, 12th note of Pink Panther the other day, and I was very proud of them because <laughs> they only had previously made it to the 10th note. Oh, that's two. <laughs> Everybody picked up a quarantine hobby. They couldn't get to the da da. <laughs> No, they trailed off. Oh, oh, they're working. Okay, sure. I got a recording. Yeah. Stop being so I got judgy. A what the of it, hell? Though, so I can play it for you. Please don't. 
<laughs> Fair. Uh, so yeah, you can get the elevator working. Who wants to go down? Who wants to stay up? Who wants to do what? I'm down to go down. I'm down Same. to yeah, also go. go down. Okay, cool. Everyone in. Because uh, we didn't want to split stay the party. Up to guard, but they're not you. So whatever happens to them, we'll backfill it if it comes up. Nameless NPCs, keep watch. Maybe. Yeah, and never. It, are are never we bringing any grad students? Um, you def there's definitely enough room to bring a fair amount of people. Meet shields. Who do you want to bring? Do you, do the grad students go listen? Sure. Nice. Anyone else have followers? I know there was Rod. Who are the other two? The octopus is coming. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh no, it's got to be different grad students at this point. That was like twelve years ago. <laughs> If they yeah, haven't graduated by now, you're the worst advisor PhD. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Could be postdocs. Hey. Assistant it's professors. Not like the other, the other Even if they are postdocs, that's still like a while. Post postdocs then. Post postdocs. That's why I went on to assistant. Sure that the pyramid scheme has been extended well, such that now there are post postdocs. Oh God. I suppose mm -hmm. like there just docs. would be yeah there just would docs. be a limited number of like faculty positions at the institute right which is like I, especially because Lissa won't die. <laughs> <laughs> it's an I, it's an IRL problem. Also, in the game, people don't retire; they just hang on to their offices and yeah, I'm, an, I'm carried an around on thrones now. by their robot minions. Excellent. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, my grandpa was emeritus for a while, mm -hmm. which makes sense. Was he ever carried around by a throne by his robot minions, though? Is the real question. I never saw it, but maybe to answer your question, I, I I'm pretty sure he would have mentioned it at some point. He did destroy three moon rocks, though. Wow. For science. Because he was a it was for science, it's cosmologist. Fine. It's acceptable. He actually, um, this is a brief aside, uh, but I love it about him is. <laughs> Wait, um, in this show? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, is uh, he got, I think, from a, some of the samples from Apollo 11, but because his work involved destroying them, oh. basically he was looking for cosmic ray penetration and must be a weird uh, feeling. isotope ratios. I'm destroying chunks right. of the moon. Wow. Well, what it was was that like he uh, very specifically, I think with a dental drill. That's how, it, that's how I would introduce myself at parties. Hey, mm -hmm. I destroy chunks of the moon. That's my job. I still talk about, but, um, <laughs> uh, but he got the second largest one, I think from one of the Apollos, I think 11, because uh, he didn't want the notoriety that would go with destroying the largest sample, but the second right. largest one, he needed Because that would be the moon itself. And, well, <laughs> that we brought back. They brought oh, back gotcha, a few gotcha. I was going to say the largest sample of moon rock is in fact the moon. <laughs> and <laughs> then we back. steal the moon. I um, rewatched that with Vanessa recently. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I like that your grandfather has destroyed more moon rocks than I will probably ever touch. That's fun. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think I've touched two. <laughs> Neither of the none of those obviously they got destroyed before I was born. Right. But I, I've been around some samples. I know some stuff. But yeah, while we're um, while we're in the elevator, I like to imagine we're all just like standing there quietly, like awkwardly, not sure what direction to face, and oh. which way the door is going to open when we get to the bottom. There's music well, playing. Is there's there? a sign Who's up that it? says like um, "Emergency fire crew, insert key, twist counterclockwise." And then there's Wait, a sign who's next playing to the it. music, Peter? Weight capacity, 480 pounds or something. It's recorded. Oh, I figured music. it was just playing over the yeah. intercom. Like, yeah, uh, like music. Not on backup yeah. power. Music. Oh, yeah. No, like the backup uh, power was like priority. Was to make the music. music. 
functioning elevator. Oh, lights. Zach comes first. Yes. Yeah, it's dark, but the music is playing. Yeah. But the music would play if you just like got in the elevator, even if the elevator wasn't ready to start. Yeah. Correct. If this was me, banana forever. Oh no. If this is a poll in the chat to see what the music is, I personally vote the Pink Panther theme. Ooh. Can't imagine why. It's been on my mind lately for some reason. If this is a North Carolina elevator, there is uh, a little plaque oh, yeah. signed by Sherry Berry, the commissioner of labor, what? inside of it. Oh, yeah. Massachusetts had those, except obviously not that specific individual because how <laughs> states work. That was such a specific fun fact. If, if yeah, any of our listeners are from I North Carolina, they're going to they're gonna think that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay? Get, it's yeah. a real deep cut for North Carolina oh. audience members sound off yeah. in the chat or the comment <laughs> section or whatever. Yeah, yeah they, they, they mostly listen to the podcast, they told me. They, they Can just... I get a bus? <laughs> you know all, all right, of them right. because there are only four people in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the kids in the so next hall are over. Votes. What? Then why do they have so many electoral votes if there's only four I don't think we have time to get into people. that. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Tonight at Burn debated the Electoral College. Because the founding fathers had a really bad concept of how voting should work. So while you guys are riding down the elevator, you have a long, intricate discussion about the uh, details of electoral politics vis-a-vis the... uh, Yeah, you're like, man, remember that shit? It was Remember how that turned out? That was... What a twist at the end. Who could have seen it coming? Why would you say that into the universe? It all came down to everyone else. Don't manifest that. We're not putting it out there no first. No twist. <laughs> Look, everybody. I don't know. We're talking I'm about the election because st- it went completely according to plan. The the least interesting election in American history. And we're like, wow. We like, I yeah. Won. Remember that huge buildup to like something crazy, and then just nothing uh, happened. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's. I so yeah, it's it was not nothing. If nothing happens, we're it's also a cool in trouble. Elevator ride, <laughs> and you guys. Well, what happened is what caused us to <laughs> Re- yes. be where we are now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the election of final episode. We could figure that out today. <laughs> I was gonna save that mystery because uh, honestly, can I? Hey, can I be honest to the stream? I didn't solve it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a star disappearing. You guys aren't gonna interact with a star. I, mean, I still think that later if we do. Depends on how many ages we get through. We could oh, yeah, no, like, listen. reinvent space travel, right? It was the sort of thing that I was will- I was putting off solving because it wasn't going to come up soon more than something I was never going to solve. But like, I still think yeah, the plot twist at the end of today's episode is that another sun appears. And that's when things get really crazy. <laughs> sun to me. just keep, it's, it's, personal. you know, it's, <laughs> you, you draw a graph and it's like number of suns that have appeared in the sky. It's just a linear relationship. It just mm-hmm. keeps... Just keeps going. So far, it is. Every twenty years, another sun I'm appears. Very jealous of you, Peter. That with my cat, my lap cat. Yeah, my cat like refuses to sit on my lap. Like loves to get pet, but is not willing to cooperate with me on it. Anyway, refuses um, to get out of my lap most of the time. It's mine. Fair. Mine is only an opt-in. Are we situation. at the bottom of the elevator yet? <laughs> yes, yeah. you are at the bottom of the elevator. I was, I was... ten miles deep. There's no way we're there yet. Oh, no, geez. you are. I summed I up the a lot of that discussion that I came here for. <laughs> we literally took a long rest <laughs> on the elevator you can't on the way it. down. <laughs> yeah, you camp here, like make the for the bottom at dawn. You play the uh, alphabet game, staring out the elevator. Oh, there's an A. Somebody I spy with my little eye something beginning with the letter E. 
It's Essie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Elevator. Oh. <laughs> so you play some compelling games. Uh, what you find at the bottom is much uh, like this elevator, an extremely underlit. The layout isn't like all that dissimilar to yours. Yeah, Cheryl, you are definitely in a better position for this extremely underlit. It's still kind of dotted line. Um, but it looks almost, almost like light vision. <laughs> almost like above at night where uh, just like ah, thousands and thousands of tiny dots, but like none of the kind of major lighting windows or anything like that that indicates occupation. It seems neat. You can kind of identify the regions look very similar to kind of like you know, uh, the, you can look instantly and know, ah, that's where the nuclear reactor was. That's where they're, they probably don't call it the Institute, but uh, they're, they're kind of academy of whatever. Oh yeah, there we go, academy, there it is. So the, the basic academy. original plan or layout is, is pretty, yeah. very the same. All right, so so these were all like designed kind of and built by the same Simultaneously. Okay, yeah. In, uh, yeah. And then we put some fun, quirky personal touches in them. I was just oh, yeah. gonna say, do you remember that uh, hang in there poster that that we stole from the, the slaughterhouse? <gasps> yeah. I was gonna say, let's put up some of those posters, make it a little more homey. It's a bit drab down here. It is a bit drab. I want the the lights are very kind of. If you take a moment, uh, very pretty. If you if you think they, I think they are, uh, just as the person thinking about them. But maybe you disagree. But yeah, yeah, I think they could definitely stand with the poster. I'm not saying it couldn't like use a hang in there poster. It's just, it's just got a nice kind of beauty to the emptiness, you know? Sort of. That's a mood. <laughs> beauty to the emptiness. <laughs> That's what being an astronomer is all about, if I may be so forthright. That's true. All right. Uh, Danny Mead's going to scout a little bit, just mm -hmm. uh, enough that I can still see my fellow travelers, though. Um, I go as far up. as I can without losing sight of my friendos. Doing anything like I'm not saying you don't have flashlights. Are you using them? I'm gonna try to, to do what that yeah. robot did and like come back to them and like project from my face like a 3D okay. representation mm -hmm. of what I saw. Uh, give me a laurel. Actually, first give me a. Uh... Oh, as excellent! Close as, as close wow. as I can to that. Wow. All right, give me a sway roll now to see uh, how well you do the scouting because you do a very good projection of whatever you find. Which one am 10. I rolling for scouting? I, I sway or steal, whichever was better. I did not uh, figure steal. out what the difference was, and my I'm not about better. to. Partial Sweet. success. Gannon, not a Gannon, Jesus. Uh, Isley, are you helping? Do you want to help? Um, yeah, I said I was backing him up, so I will help with the steal roll. I'm not going to help with the projection. No, of course not. That's, God damn it. This is the scouting. Uh, okay, well then you... Um, uh, so I unhelped. No, well, yes. <laughs> no, well, yes. yes. Well, Does um, that lower me down to a seven? I can't they remember. They fail. Oops. Yeah, if they fail, your result drops to a six minus and they share in the consequences. Okay, um, <laughs> Sorry. Wow, this no, scouting that's... mission's going really well. Uh... So, uh, so what, what are you scouting for? Kind of to just get a lay of the land? Um, yeah. Like you kind of... Well, I guess yeah. my real Here's question what, is, yeah. how much does this place resemble that other place that I've been? Because if it is like a carbon copy, then that tells us a lot, right? So I'm going to look oh. around and see how much this place reminds me of that other place. Ganymede is known for 
ducking in and out of like crevices and exploring mm-hmm. different areas. I can't remember yeah. the name of his ability. Uh, rune, um, rune survivor or whatever. Um, so he often explores runes. Is this a layout that I'm familiar with? And does that tell me anything about where we should explore next? So yes and no. Uh, kind of like Cheryl said, this is clearly a very uh, similar basic design kind of where the buildings are broadly speaking is almost identical because like these uh i think they kind of had to hollow out these spheres anyways so once you're controlling the shape you're controlling the shape not even spheres they're probably hemispheres because like what the fuck am i talking about spheres anyhow uh, (laughs) maybe they do a little bit of kind of a divided indent though just to like give them kind of a drainage a theater yeah and drainage that not yeah, amphitheater, is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, but, yeah sort of amphitheater kind of feel in certain areas, plus that can kind of tear inwards a little bit in ways that are good for design. Anywho, kind of make... So, like, those big things are all the same. Uh, like Shira said, a lot of these uh, logistics are very different. There's uh, one thing you definitely notice is that this place seems to be um, the overgrown with kind of a greenish moss. Like, either it's been abandoned a while, or this moss grows way quicker than most moss, I guess, is the uh, boring story here. But, um... Moss, like, huh? That's pretty interesting. Moss? Mm-hmm. I will definitely yeah, tell... You can't... Because here's the consequence for you all rolling so bad, is that oh, no. the two of you, um... We get eaten by the moss. No. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, you get, like lost is the problem there's um a lot of things that are uh similar but equally like the buildings have been decorated differently when they redesigned corridors those didn't go the way that you thought you did um so you're kind of in like go in i think to the big equivalent of the bowerbirds headquarters the sort of um authority center of whatever and you thought you knew your way around, but uh, you kind of end up in a corridor that uh, is entirely foreign to you. Do you want to try and undo the situation? What are you two doing in the meantime, though, before we uh, do that, Peter and Jordan? Are you kind of waiting patiently? If so, that's fine, and we can keep on going in. I just want to make sure that we're not missing anything contemporaneous. That was a good word. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think waiting. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You've sent out a scouting party. Uh, so yeah, Jordan, you're lost. Not Jordan, I'm sorry. Xander, you're lost. Jordan, you know exactly where you are. It's at the bottom of the <laughs> elevator. Xander, <laughs> though, you I don't know where you are. How am I lost? <laughs> you, um, the robots think... just started carrying you off into the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. We found the um, mother computer um, again. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Mother computer too. This time it's personal. Um, no. <laughs> You're not allowed no. to use the uh, same joke twice in one stream. <laughs> this time it's personal. Yeah, I'm you said start... that about the sun too, like ten minutes ago. Oh. In this stream? Yes. Good for me. I'm gonna start using my many <laughs> knives I to. I am entirely. <gasps> Are you like leaving breadcrumbs? I love um, this idea. Yeah, <laughs> I have many. I have many knives. Many knives. Essentially, I wasn't going to leave the knives. I was going to leave marks in the moss behind. I assume it doesn't grow so quickly that they'll disappear immediately. Do you watch your the moss is going to, like, to double check? Attack me if I poke it. I <laughs> like do I kind of score into it to kind of like just make yeah. a big X. I've been this way, kind of on your right yeah. or whatever. I carve. Yeah. I carve. Uh-huh. Ganymede was here. 
That sounds exhausting. Um, but yeah, fair enough. Every, every, every 20 feet. Ever. Every 20 feet. So do do you watch it to like make sure it doesn't grow back in or nah. like do you just like carve it in? Okay, no then. That question was bad. That was a bad. Well, question. I just I want to listen. Xander was saying a thing, and I wanted to see what his assumptions were based on. And you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna make assumptions at me, I have to like try and understand them. Can I roll with advantage a steel roll to make my way back to the base of the elevator since I'm marking um, my way? So, so sounds like a no. You you've been marking <laughs> uh, that your way. Well, I started now. Now that I'm lost. Now that you're, could it be tough to follow that back? Isn't it? Maybe. Maybe. But at least I won't go in circles. Or at right. Least like I'll we'll know. know going in we'll know where we shouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think steel was again. I don't remember if that's the right one for scouting, but it's the one we're doing now. So yeah. Why don't so what I think more it more is is like the basement, right? More than because like there are underground tunnels that connect some of the major buildings, and you know the Bowerbirds' headquarters, uh, which is here, a different thing. I said authority center, and I guess we're doing that, but that sounds terrible. That sounds truly terrible. I don't like that at all. But like it kind of connects to other their underground tunnels, and you got lost in them. Is what I'm. It is surprising that I got lost, considering I said I was only going to go so far that I could still see my friends at the bottom of the elevator. (laughs) But I wouldn't put it past me. got distracted. Yeah, yeah, Ganymede is pretty chaotic. Ganymede is very distractible, and I think that's what it is, is uh, Cheryl's assistance. Kind of like, the two of you kind of distracted each other more than you meant to. Kind of on the assumption that that it would be identical instead of not identical. All right. I just like um, burst out of the moss next to the elevator. Ah, I'm back. More twigs um, in your hair. Yeah. Did you miss so me? Be honest. I'm back. You got a total success. I, I think, given that I I did pull you a bit further afield scouting than you did say, but we're doing it. It's too late. I'm not taking back that much stuff. <laughs> uh, so I, I think you can once you. It takes you a little while. And the one thing you do notice is the question that Cheryl thought was leading was in fact leading is that your marks seem to only last about uh, five to 10 minutes, um, right? You kind of go down a dead end and turn around uh, and you like, you know, you put a mark here, but it's kind of already started to grow back in with this moss. That doesn't seem great. Um, that's okay. It might be okay. It might not be <laughs> I report um, my findings back to the group. And yeah, so and I already rolled a ten out. to do that, <laughs> right? It, that's <laughs> yes, and you project it out of your face. Well, only, uh, get. because you're not a lizard uh, or anything, you just kind of or robot, you kind of squirt blood like a lizard. I got the things that I was saying. Mixed <laughs> I was up like, oh so yeah, yeah that, that would have been good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was <laughs> trying to. Uh, oh, yeah, everybody knows that, Cheryl. Come on, you can't you call yourself a biologist. Robot, you can't project uh, holograms, so you just project blood, but it does form out kind of a crude map on the ground, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, the rest of you impacts on this program. It's a lot of science every day. We're more science than plot, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, random I'm science tangents. Sure. That's, that's the the nature check logo. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Catchphrase. At least for this that. game. What? Yeah, they even have a bell for it, which like I love that for you guys. <laughs> right, they're a little more structured in the other game. <laughs> no, no, no! Hit the bell, Arcane. and we can talk about eye bleeding. Free form. 
No, I don't need to. You project eye blood. Hey, I second so, Peter's motion. Our viewers, oh, okay. you I should check out. Peter. Go. I didn't. Are you hear muted? That. I didn't hear that at all. I'm not muted. Oh, Zoom just decided to edit out the bell sound. There it there is. There it is. Okay. <laughs> there are a couple of different species that bleed voluntarily as a warning signal to scare off predators. So the one that mm. everyone is referencing is, I think, the horned lizard, horned devil. That sounds it's right. Like some kind of desert lizard. Now I should have, I should have prepped, prepped. <laughs> I you should have prepped for this tangent so that I was go going while to I induce. Um, <laughs> from their eyes? Like from the conjunctiva, the tear duct area, or what? I'm an entomologist. It's part of their <laughs> eyes. I knew this at some point. I don't remember it anymore. It's not part of the eyeball. Yeah, it's got to be one of the tissues around the eye. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, or they just yeah. use blood as a substitute for their lacrimal fluid, perhaps. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> there is also a bloody-nosed beetle that lives in Europe that secretes like a bright red. It's not actually blood because insects but don't have, have blood, blood, but they secrete. Except for like... mosquitoes after they bite you. Mm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't wouldn't call that secreting so much as popping. <laughs> that have blood. They, yes, yeah, you they have blood mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. Xander's got you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't give him this. <laughs> no, I'm giving this this is my present. Gloves are off. You, Episode 13. <laughs> Peter, go ahead. <clears throat> Tell us about the blood. This blood spurting insect that doesn't spurt actual blood. Uh, Cindy has Googled it and says it seems to be the horned lizard. See, Horned Lizard, Peter Thank was you, right. Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. Oh, okay. So I, I also Googled this beetle. As it's a it, it is bright red orange hemolymph. Oh. By mm -hmm. breaking they actually voluntarily break the like thin tissue membranes around their mouth and like spit up this like glob of this really bright red. It's it doesn't look like blood. It's it's more clear than blood. It's like um mm -hmm. it looks like water with red food coloring in it like it's got uh, that more transparent that look like to blood, it though but yeah, yeah. I get you. uh but yeah you know a blood is very opaque it, our human blood is very like opaque viscous. Yeah, yeah and viscous, and viscous. yeah um but uh <laughs> like what that, what, how straight a blood? face you said that with jordan <laughs> you're just like it's also viscous that's <laughs> also <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a great shirt <laughs> sanguine <laughs> blood is very viscous <laughs> It's quite sanguine as well. All right, what do we yeah, do? That's your new Twitter bio right now. Uh, it so for the record, just to finish my tangent, oh, it tastes yes. bad. So it's it's bright. Uh, so they're they're like this really pretty like metallic blue color, and so I the red blood needles. stands out very very mm -hmm. vibrantly. So it's an apismatic coloration kind of thing mm -hmm. where so um, it sticks out to predators, and then it's a warning that it tastes bad. I see you. I see you seeing me. So, like, you know that I got something to fuck with you because you wouldn't see me otherwise. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Episomatism yeah. is warning colors. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm curious. So, <clears throat> we said insects don't have blood. So they have hemolymph, but it's not blood because their insides don't work the same way ours do. Mm -hmm. So it it is not blood. I guess because it doesn't carry oxygen. Is that the reason? No, it does carry oxygen. Wait, why? Why? What the difference is between hemolymph and blood? So, okay, yeah. So, so, blood bl and, uh, so hemolymph. Blood so, and what they have. 
we have basically two different circulatory systems in our bodies. We have a blood mm -hmm. circulatory system and a lymph mm -hmm. circulatory system. Nobody mm -hmm. really talks about your lymph system, but it transports a lot of yeah. hormones throughout your body. And it also transports a lot of the fluid back. So your blood has a lot of, it has a liquid component and a cell component, right? So you've got red blood cells, white blood cells, and you've also got plasma, which is the liquid component of blood. So mm -hmm. the plasma actually like kind of, gets moved out of separate? your blood in into other parts of your body like it that's the part that kind of moves in and out of different mm. areas of your body and your lymph system transports it back almost mm. so when your lymph system messes up that's where you get issues like edema or you end up with like swelling that's caused by your lymph system not functioning to to bring the the lymph mm. the lymph which is the plasma portion back into circulation with your blood i'm sure there are some if we have anybody who's an actual, you know, physiologist out there, they're rolling their eyes in this. But yeah, so um, uh, and your lymph system is a is a kind of passive system. So you've got mm -hmm. lymph nodes right throughout your body. Yeah. Um, but but you like your heart pumps your blood. Your lymph basically moves as your body moves. Like so, like moving mm -hmm. your body gets your lymph moving kind of passively as your muscles move. Bl um, God, I love the word insects. Lymph. That's fun to yeah. say. <laughs> so insects have um, basically just free-floating heme. So heme like is uh, the blood-carrying molecule in red blood cells. So mm -hmm. each red blood cell is full of this this little molecule that has iron in it, and that captures oxygen. And then uh, right, yeah. and those little red blood cells are like little packages of heme moving around. The hemolymph it just has that free-floating in the mm -hmm. blood, and also the lymph, and so they don't have like the red blood cells, cells like we think of as you yeah. know, in ours like and, that, and it just kind of like us. and like insects do have hearts so the the blood is actually circulated throughout the body but they don't have like arteries and veins like we do so the heart pumps blood but it's basically like if you have like a if you imagine like the insects blood system as circulatory system as like a water balloon and you're just kind of squeezing it like the the water is kind of like moving around and gooshing around inside of it but it's not moving in like a predetermined pathway right there's not like a goes out from the heart and then you know back back into the heart kind of thing my it's entomology more just like, professor described it as sloshing yeah huh. sloshing fun yeah um, Anyhow, and uh... that's because insects don't have lungs like we do um, oh yeah uh, yeah because yeah. so they're they, so small there's no real need to have that sent for any yeah. right right so the oxygen is delivered in a whole bunch of different tracheals throughout their body so there's there's oxygen coming in all which away so it, it's less about moving blood from the oxygen rich area to the oxygen poor area and back it's more just about like making sure stuff is flowing there. past the oxygen supply and back mm -hmm. to where it's needed that's also why prehistoric insects got to be so large is because there was like... That's exactly the uh, question I was going to ask. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, insects rely on a much more like passive way of, a, of acquiring well, oxygen because of these, as Peter said, the tracheals or the, the, the spiracles or the holes on the outside of the arthropod because it's not just insects like spiders too. Like the, the air goes in mm -hmm. and then it interacts with the hemolymph through a membrane and passive 
diffusion happens. Um, frogs but, breathe through their skin. <clears throat> Sorry, <yes>. that's... <laughs> they nice. also do. Excellent. Um, but yeah, prehistoric insects could get really big because there was a point in time when <laughs> photosynthetic organisms like cyanobacteria and plants started to be a thing. They were making a shit ton of oxygen and the all of a sudden... oxygen catastrophe. Yes. I love that. That's yes. one of my favorite things right? in terms of like how cool it sounds to how cool it was because, but like it was a major and sorry no no you're right it was a catastrophe because it killed off so many organisms that had been persisting in an environment with no oxygen because that's mm. what earth was like for so long um so oxygen can be toxic to organisms that you know have certain ways of oxygen operating toxicity baby yeah but that huge spike in available oxygen allowed uh organisms with this passive breathing system like arthropods to get ex extremely large um but then as the oxygen levels sort of started to taper back down to levels that are more like what we have now the giant insects couldn't keep up because it would require more effort than just that passive system in order to pull in enough oxygen to like keep them operating so they got hmm. smaller yeah oh, there you go you had this cool conversation on the way down the elevator essay <laughs> <laughs> was giving a powerpoint like projected it on the going yeah from her face. Insect yeah. physiology. Um. Yeah, from my face. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, excellent. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Ganymede and uh, Islay, you can, it take a bit more time than expected, but get back. You've made some mossy discovery a little bit. Discovered the kind of similarity is high, but not perfect. Uh, those are the two key takeaways from your scouting, as far as I know. Can I use recycling to take a uh, sample of this weird moss and save it for later? For like Probably. some regenerative regenerative medicine applications or something? Uh, probably. Is that a family move? Or it's a, a shepherd. It's a, sh uh, it's a uh, uh, shepherds are the, what, cultivators of the new flesh? It's one of their, yeah. It's one of their family moves that I now have. Oh, you've got one of the pick another family's move yeah. sort of deals. Fair enough. It's our best move. It's a cool one. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, this I have some of this cool weird, fast, fast healing moss. Condition. Yeah, cool. So what has this moss been living on in a place where there's no light? That's a fun question. Radiation, although my Geiger counter didn't. Oh. Sorry, my Geiger Mueller counter. Didn't uh, click. Didn't, say... didn't click. It clicks more now, <laughs> like, but not out of the ordinary for a city that's powered by running nuclear reactors although not powered but like the the radiation levels aren't very dissimilar to what yours were before things went wrong or <laughs> right. what the other available references are um it doesn't seem especially radioactive is what i'm trying to get <laughs> not especially radioactive okay well what, uh, okay the banana equivalent dose. right um, yes. how many bananas is it I need uh, to know. Like five. <laughs> okay. Sleeping next to a person's like a banana for a night, so. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. Sleeping next to a person is the equivalent of one banana. <laughs> In terms of the radiation dose received. No, no, no. Don't, don't like, same. provide context. I just like this. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, my entire thing is providing too much context to anything. <laughs> we live. Uh, yeah. So, is there a potassium in the environment as well? Hopefully, yeah. a little bit. And hopefully, also in you. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Along with potassium, I don't remember what I said. I think it's potassium forty. That's the radioactive. That sounds one. right. That's, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm learning. We're going back and learning some stuff about that right now. But mm -hmm. uh, not that stuff because that's not the elements I care about. Looking there was a conversation in the chat a little while ago about Ooh. whether or not the shepherds would have modified animals to be able to change color to indicate the presence of radiation and i wanted to point out that there are some living organisms that do that passively naturally without genetic engineering so i, yeah, I change i change Rickets. color when exposed to ultraviolet radiation Yes. Thanks, Peter. But that's not. It's ionizing radiation. Is I just wanted to point out that I'm very special, you guys. That's not oh, very well, special. You should do a better job. I Peter. bet if you and I stood out in the sun for the same amount of time, I would turn red faster. <laughs> I bet if we said something nice about each of you, we'd turn red faster. Oh, look, she's doing it. <laughs> It's, okay, so I'm sorry. This is I'm really, sorry. That was mean. No, no, no. This is a really far tangent. But so my my skin it's is so bad. translucent that I freaked a nurse out <laughs> because. Okay, that's so, good to know. So the day I the day after I was bitten by a raccoon. <laughs> That's right, how far right. this tangent okay. is. Right? Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> yeah. The day after I was bitten by a raccoon, my raccoon bite was swelling a little, as you might expect from a wild animal bite, a right? And yeah, I was like... It wasn't a tame raccoon. No. Uh, no. Thank so... you for clarifying. Good, good <laughs> yeah, question. I, I was working at a wildlife rehab. Anyway, so I was what? like, mm, cool. I need some antibiotics probably. So I went to the clinic to get some antibiotics, and the nurse, like was freaking out of, because I had been bitten by a raccoon and that's not a thing she mm. deals with often, right? But that I think that right, that situation made occurs. her very paranoid because then she's like looking at my skin and realizing that there are weird splotchy places on my skin. Not my freckles, by the way, like other mm. splotchiness on my skin. There are like really like very white patches and also very red patches because it's so translucent and she was freaking out and the doctor comes in and the nurse like shows my arm to the doctor and is like, what's going on with her skin? Oh. And the doctor was like, that just happens with people with very pale skin, calm down. <laughs> Man, I had a uh, strep once. <laughs> And like we went into uh, the regular clinic, they gave me an antibiotic, but it was like a nasty case, so it didn't really do much. We went into a second clinic, and the doctor uh, like put the, the thing in my mouth to kind of take a look, and then come, goes to my dad, he's like, "Hey, come take a look at this." And I was like, "Oh boy, oh, oh, I gotta go." Which, like, he prescribed me a new antibiotic. It was like, "Yeah, this is like a pea shooter they gave you, so uh, we're gonna give you something more." more to speed with and it helped anyhow that's neither here nor there that's just a uh, follow-up on your story uh but to get back uh, to what i actually wanted to talk about which was organisms that change oh. color when they're exposed yes, to the radiation moss. yeah so no, I, cats th well uh, those were genetically modified right so i'm talking about mm -hmm. I, I know of at least one plant that part of it will change color when it's exposed to a certain level of radiation i don't Remember what the level is, but the plant called spiderwort. Um, so it's a plant that we actually have here in the Illinois prairie, but it's also often a plant that people will put in their gardens because they're kind of cool. Mm. The flowers are usually like a deep purple or deep blue, but they can be other colors. I've even seen some white ones in the prairie, which is cool. And they have mm. three petals in sort of, you know, like a flat triangle arrangement. And then all of the mm. reproductive parts of the flower are in the center, right? So the I believe that's how flowers work. Yeah. So well, many flowers. Um so yes. the uh the stamen, I think it's the stamen, maybe it's the anthers. 
Either the male or the female parts of the flowers. Tenth grade. Can't remember if it's the male part or the female part, but one of those two parts changes color. I don't remember what color it changes to. This is not as great a fun fact as I was hoping. But anyway, (laughs) part of the reproductive part of the flower changes color um, when it's exposed to radiation. So you could technically use those plants as like radiation detectors. Well, there you go. (laughs) It hasn't changed color. It's green. I mean, you haven't like, you know, I haven't seen it be a different color. The moss. Oh, the moss. See, that's why I wanted to know how it's photosynthesizing without light. Well, I mean... Well, it wouldn't be photosynthesizing. Plants are green mostly to, mostly because it's not a very good temperature light for them. They, anyway. My studio audience just informed me that the stamen or the female <laughs> reproductive part of the flower in oh. a spiderwort changes from blue to pink. Thank you. Pink. That's cool. Thank That's a very drastic color. Right, so it's very noticeable. That's Thank a, you, yeah. studio audience. Um. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that's an anthocyanin thing. So, like, I, like if it's like yeah. a pH change that would because like okay so like to get back into plant chemistry so 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 anthocyanins are are a type of color chemicals that occur in plants Mm -hmm. they would give things like purple cabbage its color Mm. or blueberries or or um, hydrangeas they're one of the things that color fall leaves etc etc yeah um, beta and decay they... is a bonus electron added to things, so it changes the electronegativity of the kind of not actually because there's other effects that cancel it out. But like if you get hit by a beta particle, you get a new electron that's come from somewhere else. Anyway, so that I could see that making Peter continue. I just wanted to. <laughs> oh no, no, that so that that makes sense. So so anthocyanins mm-hmm. are sub, are sensitive to changes in ph mm-hmm. so you can right, like that's, so yeah. like, that's one of those like high school chemistry experiments yeah. where you can t- take purple cabbage and you can like add vinegar to it it turns green so i want and but like one of the classic mm-hmm. changes is like a pink blue switch so i wonder yeah. if it's like if it's if radiation changes the internal ph of the flower which then changes the color or something Maybe. like that um so that uh the most probably well-known example of the blue to pink change and back and forth is peonies right isn't that I, not, isn't that because like no no the like i think or, it's i think that's the right flower there there's some like fairly common garden flower oh is it the one i always think of where you like, like if you soil. plant a penny under it it'll change its color oh. i don't know that they're that sensitive but they are very sensitive to, well, color, to changes in okay, ph so they're like white yeah. they're like white at, at ph neutral but like yeah like slight shifts in soil ph okay yeah the color. C- cindy said the hydrangeas will change from blue to pink yeah okay huh. i remember learning in grade school that like if you planted a penny like if you had a hydrangea bush and it was like all of i don't remember which way the color goes but if it was all of one color and you planted a penny like dug under the plant and put a penny under it that that would change the soil chemistry enough that like oh, half of the plant's flowers would become a different color I've never heard that specific one, but I like it. Yeah, I think penny. I mean, right? You use a a penny as one of your options for making a lemon battery, uh, and you do that because you've got two different electronegative electronegativities to create that voltage, the flow. Anyway, so yeah, pennies interact with acid is really all I can think. I've felt like I could determine from first principles which direction that would make it go, but I have thought about it and can't. <laughs> One of them, I bet, is either higher or lower. It'd be weird to keep and it stayed the same. We're so good at this. We all have, like, like bits and pieces of fun facts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I would bet I would bet if the human retina was just a little bit more sensitive to 
other wavelengths of light that we consider infrared, ultraviolet, mm -hmm. that we would see these effects more commonly, like everywhere in, in plants, right? I had a um, I'm sure professor. you guys are familiar with the examples of how flowers have patterns on them that we can't see, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for that, bees. Uh, pollinators can see of, of various species. Yeah. So we, the examples yeah. that you're giving right now, moving from blue to pink, the reason that I'm thinking this is that assuming that I'm interpreting the color of pink that you're talking about correctly, because there's a difference in like pinks can sometimes yeah. be a combination of different wavelengths or they can be like a specific wavelength. Um, it sounds like you're moving from a very short wavelength to a very long wavelength of light. And then what's really changing there True. is the way that your retina is sending information from that wavelength to a part of your brain called V8, which I think is a very funny name that actually takes uh, that information and turns it to your experience of color, right? And so the chemical change that's happening in the plant isn't isn't necessarily changing the color of the plant. What it's doing is it's changing the way that light is reflecting such that the chemical change is actually happening at the back of your eye, which I mm. think is really wild to think about. Whenever we mm. think about something changing color, that's there is a chemical change Ooh, happening there, yeah. but really all that's happening is it's changing the, the wavelength the of light down the it. So. <laughs> I, I would imagine. Do you have any hydrangea facts? We've all thrown in with dumb. That's a bit tough for machine learning, I concede. <laughs> Maybe there's something there. But the reason I bring it up is that going from blue, which is a very, very short mm. wavelength, very, very powerful wavelength, contains a lot of energy, to something, If I, again, if I'm interpreting pink correctly, something near uh, infrared mm. or a much, much longer wavelength. I would imagine that there are lots of examples in which colors shift in extreme ways, but we can't see them because it's just outside of the scope of experience of the human eye. That said, I bet if you found a tetrachromat, these are people who have four different types of oh, yeah. backs of their eyes. Wait, they they can see. Um, a, hmm? I didn't realize that was a thing that happened in people. I thought you had to yep. be a new species for it. No, no, no. Hey. It really exists, although they're extremely okay. rare and it only happens in women. I know that. Cool. Oh, you know how men are more likely to be colorblind? Yeah, at very excellent. It turns out that there's a similar situation where if you are a, a woman, your your X chromosome can carry different variants of some of these cones such that you can yeah. end up seeing literally uh, millions more colors than any other person can see. And they only discovered that this was a, like they hypothesized that this was a real thing that could happen in humans for a long time, but it wasn't until a few decades ago that they found the first person that they confirmed was a tetrachromat. She worked at a dress shop. And mm. people kept being like, this color is the same as this color, right? And she'd be like, no, those are completely different colors. You guys are crazy. And eventually mm. some researchers discovered her and they did some tests on her. And because she has that extra wavelength, it has this multiplicative, or sorry, that extra cone. It has yeah. this multi multiplicative effect where you're not just combining three different wavelengths of cones now, you're combining four. And that gives you, you go from, you know, this many colors to literally a thousand more possible colors of combinations that you can see, which results in millions and millions of new colors that nobody else can see. Right? So I cool. have to say, I have never experienced this much jealousy within one minute of hearing of somebody ever before. Well, <laughs> so they have a completely different way of, of seeing color than, than the average person does. That is super mm. cool. And I, I was about to ask how they would have figured it out or like how you would know if you were one, but that makes sense. Um, but I have a follow-up fun fact that I learned back when I was doing environmental ed. So correct me if I'm wrong, but right. I believe that, so not only is this uh, tetrachromat thing only possible in women, but there's also the argument like... Be clear, sorry, interrupt. I just want to, I wanted uh, to say this when Xander was talking about it, but for women, we're talking people right. with two X chromosomes, yes, right? Sorry, yeah. That's you. correct, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so people with two X chromosomes. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, those people with two X chromosomes, again, like if there's an argument between a 
typical man and a typical woman, as it were, the dude will say, that's blue. And the woman will say, it's periwinkle or something like that, right? Yep. And my understanding was that double X chromosome people's rods do double duty and help differentiate color. And that there, there's some thought that that might be like mm. from a, a the hunter gatherer history that like because women were searching yeah. for more food things and also because well, like if we eat poisonous things it can be bad for the tiny parasites we're carrying um, <laughs> that like we needed to like like people with double X chromosomes needed to be better at uh, differentiating like the colors of food items. Yep. Okay. So Maybe. color discrimination, smell discrimination, and a couple of other types of discrimination. People with two X chromosomes are better at it on average. And um, mm. a lot of that, the theory behind it, obviously evolutionary psychology, very theoretical, not something we could test very easily, does go back to this idea of gathering plants, right? And uh, being able to tell the difference between something that's ripe or poisonous or, or however you want to think about it mm. may have ended up with a natural selection of that discrimination advantage for specific types of things. So for example, um, the the average person you meet with two X chromosomes will have stronger preferences for colors and smells as well, just because there are those minute details. I mean, I, I argue with Vanessa all the time about like, <laughs> we have this chair that I think is black and she calls it brown. <laughs> we fight about it all the time. Right? And I'm not someone who just is blind. I just have a worse ability to discriminate. Mm for whatever reason it, it and honestly there are there are layers to this like some of it's some of it might even be epigenetic uh, uh, i don't know the i don't know the discrimination also extends to taste though um so you're mm -hmm. more likely to find that people with double x chromosomes and this has even like become a stereotype right that are less likely to like beer and mm -hmm. coffee because they have very mm -hmm. bitter flavors or they can have very bitter flavors. Mm -hmm. And again, bitterness is one way of, of for a plant to indicate like, don't eat me. Poison, yeah. Right? And again, that if eating that could be bad for the tiny through. parasite you're carrying. So yeah. Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Capsaicin was supposed to be uh, right. painful too, but then here we are, we're like, hell yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. uh, we've <laughs> It's about an hour and a half in. Well, oh. I need to pee. Uh, we achieved, uh, I think, getting down the elevator. We've uh, told a lot of fun facts. Hopefully we got the back lost half and got is a little more. <laughs> yeah, I discovered some stuff. Uh, we got lost. So we got mossed. We got unlost. So I can solve my shit, and you all can. And we'll come back see how, see how this turns out. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be back soon. Cool. Bye. Hello, everyone. We're back. Um, first, I want to say uh, thank you so much, Cindy, for being in the chat and helping us out. She knows a lot yeah. more about human genetics than I do. So thank you for keeping us on track and reminding us that um, technically the definition of quote unquote male is defined as having a Y chromosome, not you know, the, the we, were, we were saying oh, it wrong yeah, by saying someone with double yeah. X. So it's actually whether or not you have a Y chromosome. But it is, of course, important to remember that both biological sex and gender are <laughs> spectrums and very complicated and difficult to pin down, um, which leads to an interesting conversation. That it, uh, So there was a question in the chat that we were actually already partway through discussing. Um, <clears throat> so because Xander said when someone has three X chromosomes, there's a very tiny chance that they can have oh, this we, genetic yeah. anomaly that allows you to I have a fourth all. cone, 
which makes yep. you a tetrachromat. He was like, oh, well, if you had, or no, no, it was if you have two X chromosomes, there's a chance you can be a tetrachromat, right? right? You could. So right, if you had three X chromosomes, which is something that is possible, you could yep. technically, there's a possibility of someone being a very, very small possibility, yes. Right, because having having more but than two chromosomes, yeah, having two, more than two chromosomes is really, really rare. And then having more than two chromosomes and having all three of them be X's is even rarer. And then mm-hmm. having that genetic anomaly that changes the number of cones is rarer still. So there's you'd like- You'd have to have the genetic anomaly twice in two different directions. So you'd have to have it- Crazy. Yeah. chance but it is theoretically possible to have a quintochromat which would be yes. really cool <laughs> so if you're out there and you see many yeah. many many more colors than anyone else let us know because quintochromacy quintochromacy is that how you would say quintochromacy would be quintochromacy yeah. yeah. like a magic system it that does the <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> But yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask uh, if she knows I'm the here. answer to this. Here you go, Cindy. Do you need to have at least one X chromosome in order to live? Like you couldn't just I think have so. a Y chromosome. Yeah. You would need at least That's one X. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, a lot of important. You could just have one X. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of genes on the X. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can have yeah. just one X. You, yeah. You and I, I'm fairly certain, Xander, both only have one X, and we're doing okay. No, no. I think what he meant was you can be X right? You can be, right. you can have an X chromosome and then not a second one. Like yes. that is possible. Yes, but you wouldn't be able possible. to do that with a Y. Right. No, the Y. No. So the X chromosome does a bunch of stuff other than mm-hmm. sex yeah. characteristics. The Y chromosome only has Basically like three doesn't. other genes on it. One yeah. of them is the hairy ears gene. <laughs> Which is a fun fun fact. If you're My a man and you grow much. hair on your ears, you inherited it directly from your father or from you know from the, in, along with your Y chromosome. Like if, if you if you have a Y Peter, chromosome, this is terrible. I, I know, Peter, right? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like my grandfather had these gross, gross hairy ears, yeah. and I am just nice. waiting for them to. And I'm gonna have to get one of those. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so sorry for all the men uh, are out there, or all the the Y carriers out there who have to deal with this burden this... of information. Yeah, on you're gonna have to uh, buy one of those a... ear trimmers. Oh, on so... the flip side, wax. isn't the, isn't the the thing for baldness? Isn't that on the X chromosome, and that's why baldness goes like through? Yeah, my grandpa on yeah. my mom's side has really good head of hair, so I anticipate keeping this forever. Well, Anyhow, that's I think that is the general there. rule, yeah. but I think there, I mean, yeah, it's a little but, bit more tricky no, with baldness. Yes. Like there are Male a couple other baldness. ways that you can go bald. It's a yeah. good first yeah. order approximation um, is all yeah. I'm really relying on. Okay, Anyhow. so uh, Cindy says having a Y chromosome and nothing else on that pair is not viable. Being yeah, XO is uh, something called Turner syndrome. Uh, she she also says, I know, right? Uh, well, she's, yeah. Uh, she also says there's so much amazing, she, there's so much amazing shit on that Y chromosome. It's shorter than the others, but there's so much packed in there. Yeah. I, I don't believe it. I think Cindy's just trying to butter us up. (laughs) (laughs) Butter the Y chromosome cameras on the channel up. (laughs) We've taken One one last thing. Okay, yes. One last thing. If you wanted to experience Mm. colors that you've never seen before, Mm. technically you could see them using direct brain stimulation, right? Which is a little bit extreme, but you could completely bypass the eye. So the limiting factor in being unable to see certain colors is the retina. You can go directly to V8. You actually have two of them on, on for one for your right field division, one for your left field division on either side of your occipital lobe, kind of by the temporal lobe actually back here. 
And uh, if you stimulate one or both of them in just the right way, you could activate what are literally called the green cells and the red cells at the same yes! time. Yes! So you could see colors that don't exist because, or sorry, colors that don't normally exist because your, your retina have sort of like this, this artificial spectrum that they build where you move either mm -hmm. towards green or red when you see a color, but you can't move towards both simultaneously. But if you directly stimulate the brain, you can actually force yourself to see colors like yellow, blue, and green, red, and things like that. And weirdly, V8 also has cells for some colors that aren't what you would traditionally consider to be part of the color wheel. Like, like there have been arguments that there are cells Magenta? that are pink cells, right? Which yeah. is why pink looks like a distinct color, even though it's not, right? At least yeah. when, when it comes oh, to oh, wavelengths, Peter. it's because the brain does that oh, wow. after <laughs> the wavelength hits your eye, right? It's not yeah, an effect that happens fake. in your eye, it's an effect that happens in your brain. That's why pink looks so weird and different, even though it's really just a shade of red or however you want to think about it, or a combination of purple and red, if you want to think about it that way. So your headband you is could... a lie. I'm, I'm just Sorry, very what? glad my ex-wife doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost a bunch of arguments. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, good for her. You know what? I'm going to say good for her. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> One other, there's no reason why uh, red and purple should fit so well together on the color wheel. Think about it Except. this way. Purple yeah, is an extremely short wavelength, or violet, yep. sorry. Right. Purple. What, let's call it purple. I like purple there. Um, <laughs> indigo doesn't exist, so let's ignore on... that. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, you've but got... what about Rojibiv? No, <laughs> no, no. That was just to indigo seven, only like exists seven. to make yeah. it okay pronounceable. Lander <laughs> finishes you know fun what? fact. <laughs> and then reds He's on the opposite about side. Physics, Jared, pay attention. <laughs> but if you build yourself a color wheel, you'll notice how easy it is for red and purple to blend together, and they seem mm. natural. They seem like they go together. That is again an artifact of your brain trying to sort of make sense of the information coming in. But there's no reason why the longest wavelengths and the shortest wavelengths should ever have anything to do with each other in a way that's palatable like that. It's just part of our evolutionary history where we're just kind of like, oh, let's make it, let's make it work on these three dimensions that slide in this way, such that we can build a circle out of it. Even though the actual uh, physical representation that's hitting our eye is, of course, a line. Like a it's one, it's of, a one-dimensional yeah. spectrum. Right. I once said yet our brain is like, let's just tie those ends together neatly, just just like that, so that we can have fun with the colors. Because our I brains are just uh, really good at lying to ourselves. They're so really good at lying. Who, uh, so didn't, oh. your professor didn't what? Uh, who was uh, mad that we weren't? Uh, I think turtles who can see who only need one photon to activate a cone, mm. whereas we need about five, so you can't see the sort of quantum light effects. That they. I'm pretty sure it's still around, right? No, one, we don't. One, one for a rod, five for a cone. Um, oh, that. I could be wrong on that. I had to, I'm not thinking. I meant just your eye cells that mm. when I said, uh, but like for, we, we need more photons than I think turtles or frogs do. And so they could directly see blazing interference and we had to like project it onto something, cool. which we did. I got an A on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, you What's up, found Peter? yourself in an elevator. Oh, Peter, yes, I thought. Well, uh, I just, one I just more. wanted to clarify something that the chat mentioned. Uh, so pink is the brain forcing the loop to close of the, to basically to create a color wheel rather than a color line. Sort is of, that... yeah, or at least magenta is, right? Some of those mm. shades in there that are yeah, that's, red and purple. Yeah. 
Pink is a bit more complicated. So there are some shades of pink that are forcing the loop to close, and there are some that aren't that are just that are just red, light red. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. red. <laughs> <laughs> so I am right. Oh take my that. Hey, kind of. <laughs> uh, my 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 the my takeaway from all of this is that we should just get rid of burn and start a coffee clutch where Come. we just talk instead of playing a game because honestly <laughs> that's what we do anyway. Oh right, we're playing a game. <laughs> right. Yes, we're I was vaguely attempting to re Are we uh, back in the elevator? No. Well, yes. <laughs> that's that's it. what all of this has been. Well, be. some of you um, never left the elevator, right? This was what was happening on the I way mean, down. I mean, I assume we like got out discussion. of the elevator yeah, and go anywhere. Likewise, assume <laughs> that you were kind of hanging out in its vicinity, but not on the platform because Essie and Jareth have, or Essie and, and Lissa oh have, have ridden back up to <laughs> the top and too. now back again. Sorry. <laughs> it becomes very He's meta, and all of a sudden the dungeon master is in there with you. And, <laughs> and then I pop in. It's like the D&D um, movie. I never saw that and I refuse to. Um, moving right along. So what you've discovered is that this abandoned city is covered in moss that's growing fairly rapidly. Uh, it seems to have been shut down nicely, but it's not quite like yours, but it's pretty like yours. I think those are the, uh, but it does, uh, I think, especially because Xander rolled uh, very good on the getting unlost check. Uh, I think you can reasonably in poking around discover that it has been deliberately shut down by, you know, there's um, protocols and whatnot, because like they've mostly been lost um, and a lot of I think of the three civilizations you do have on hand, maybe one of you kept them. Did you? Yes, Cheryl? Was that you that kept them? No, I have a... <laughs> no, sorry, you're raising your hand for something else. I have a really else. important just... question. <laughs> Was the elevator at the top or the bottom of the shaft when we entered and top. started making things work? Top. Top. Oh, it was a uh, level with the uh, top. But it could not move with that the power being turned off. Or without Correct. the power being turned on. Would you like to make uh, some sort of lore roll to piece some stuff together? Because oh. I, I have an answer to that. My character is you... real bad at ro- uh, lore. I, I mean, <laughs> sure, I'll try. It to the question I'll of, try it, and it'll be real why bad. Why don't you? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's gonna be real bad though. But I have thoughts. Partial success. I'll... It's not as bad as it could have been. Okay, that that's fine. I, I was only looking for a little here, anyways, because I. Uh, they went. It seems likely that they went up on backup power, which has since completely drained. I thought we turned on the backup power. Um, oh, we drained. Yes, the turning power. it back. Sorry, the generator. No oh boy. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to issue a quick mm. corrigendum. Uh, it's actually the pink cells are located in V four, so a slightly oh, different, it's different part from of the, the V. But it's located immediately next to the part that yeah. I was talking about. So if you just poke I, I around enough, you'll hit the right spot. Poke around enough, you'll find your brain with an poke electrode. Poke it in and stir it around a little. <laughs> if you're curious, if you're curious, if you're curious the, the theory, or at least one of the theories, is that there are 11 types of color cells represented there. Red, blue, green, yellow, black, white, brown, pink, purple, orange, and gray. I know I listed those quickly, but... Those, are those like, all seem like colors. That yeah, like those are box. like the distinct things. But because we have representations for gray and brown, they look different than say, you know, like you're sliding from one yeah. color to another. Have you ever noticed like on parts of the color wheel, it's really hard to, to be like, this is this and this is that. And suddenly it turns into something else, right? Like going yeah. from green to yellow, there's like this this boundary, right? That tiny, yeah. yeah. That's because the brain tries to sort it into these categories. It's best. 
Uh, I mean, XKCD yeah. did the whole big study about it where everyone got mad at colors for being green. Um, neither here nor there. So how much um, of this am I able to... So, <laughs> what, yeah, uh, what happened so with what the you, power? That, yes. So the what you turned back on were the backup generators. They uh, turned those off, but the backup batteries uh, had uh, more than enough power to run the elevator for the uh, last time, effectively. Okay. So... Theoretically, they could have of. used the backup battery to right. You don't need the generator to the surface, to... leave the elevator there, exit, mm -hmm. exunt, and lock the door mm -hmm. behind them. Yes. Okay. If uh, Sorry, you are I... reading the old protocols correctly, which no one's guaranteeing at this point, um, it seems like it may have even been according to them. Okay. I guess I was trying to figure out if I could reasonably assume it was actually empty or not. So I think it would be fair to say that it was not being actively maintained. I wouldn't go so far as to assume that nobody had decided to stay behind for nefarious or perhaps even not nefarious reasons. I, I'm just <laughs> telling you what you, you. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, I lift you, up some of the moss. Are there dead bodies underneath? Um. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Well, not like a lot, but like, yeah, there's definitely uh Wait. Like you're poking around. <laughs> no, Wait, not, you said not, that so casually. I lift up the moss and there's like a skeleton underneath. Are you serious? But, like, yeah, it feels goes, like it's been abandoned Ooh. a bit. You've seen when you were wandering around, like, uh, part of the Tridius seems to. Well, is it? Mm, hang on. I said that just offhandedly. And I don't <laughs> That's why I was it, like, actually. why did you say that so casually? I, because you put me on the spot and I tried to think of an answer. Yeah, thing to point I was out. just like thinking like uh, kind of in terms of like an overgrown thing, but like that's if somebody was left there and that's not really the setup I've envisioning. Like it would have grown that's over a body left like... there is what I was trying to think through. Are we than... seeing like people's markings from clawing at the walls because they were trapped? Like, yeah, what's that? No. <laughs> well, yay. Halloween episode. I'm glad I put so, up that hang in there poster. This place yeah. really needed it. <laughs> It seems very lint. Um, it doesn't seem like it eats people. The moss. But like it would grow over things quickly is kind of what I was thinking about when I said that is like if there was like stuff here, it would have kind of been covered by it. But wait, so, so we is should the take moss a long eating the dead bodies, or is it just that like people haven't um, been here long enough that there are skeletons? So here, let me clarify things because I did a bad job. <laughs> um, I did a really bad job. <laughs> I've said several things, <laughs> some of which must be true and others of which can't be. If Everyone practice your surprised faces. Everyone practice <laughs> Oh God, um, no, uh, is that oh. um, what you're finding is that uh, it's uh, quickly growing. It's kind of overgrowing a lot of the surfaces, but not all that thickly and much more so on the metallic surfaces. Okay. Then okay. like, I, but if, if like, there were garden plots, for instance, that are more abandoned than mossy, it feels like, for instance. Okay, so it's not like an American um, so Southeast more... kudzu infestation. <laughs> Maybe. Kudzu Our North Carolinian uh, listeners appreciate that, I... Shira. Actually, I, uh, I'm just I asking for, like, volume of vegetative has... mass. <laughs> Lots. 
<laughs> Lots. Okay. Maybe it is. Uh, like yeah, we're scientists here. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> Not that kind of scientist. I'm a physicist. <laughs> Two metric lots. So, no. Yep. Yeah. Look, if I'm on an order of magnitude, I'm feeling pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the salient point there, though, was that the moss is growing on metal surfaces more than it's more growing so on than, non-metal yeah. surfaces. Um, okay. <laughs> to keep us roughly on track. <laughs> yeah, right? Can you imagine? Um, is this like, if I stand still, can I, like, hear the tiny sound of it growing? Like, is it that fast? I'm gonna say yes. Wow, we're that all gonna both, die here. Yeah, what? delightful and terrifying. <laughs> Maybe, but like. Wait, wait, wait. Where am I? Leave, Ooh. With you hanging out, being like. Okay, dancing. none of them are on the ground. None of them dancing? are dancing. I don't know. What do robots do when they're bored? Dancing. Apparently, steal nuclear power rods, but. No, they, they were trying to be helpful. I don't know if there are any of those here. That was but... a friendly gesture. It was just a bad friendly gesture. Swing at a mess. Um, <laughs> so what was the? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Where were we? What was the question? So yes, you. Uh, well, if we found a skeleton, we know that there the aren't that many skeletons. Sorry. Um, there's no like weird kind of bodies like slumped over in the corridor or anything. But like, I think you probably, if you look through some doors, uh, found somebody who maybe died in their sleep and was left behind rather than brought through, uh, which is now more mossy. But this would be more, uh, actually, yeah. Um, hang on, before I say that, does anyone do that? Wait, does anyone or, do that? How much, so like Xander, when you were up. checking, yeah. I. I mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you could have theoretically found maybe one or two such bodies if when you were looking. Oh, was through, I supposed to report but... those? I didn't know if no. you guys were interested you in bodies. Listen, I went to look at the architecture. I went to look at the architecture. You didn't tell me to report not. that. There are not things, a lot like, of bodies. That's brutalist. This is a part, Gaby. This is a part of the co- the social contract that we all agree to when we operate bodies? together as an expedition. That you always <laughs> report bodies. Is that this is a part of the unspoken agreement <laughs> that we true. all exist in in society? Se sounds a lot like Cedric. Um, <laughs> you. <laughs> There's only so uh, many character voices. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, my big question right now is like, did they leave because of the moss? Do we? Do you or this is just a bizarre burial that? ritual or something. Right. Or like, like, was there, is the moss the reason they left? Something they that got some out of hand reason? afterwards or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like... That's a, um, well, how do you think you would go about like doing that in your, uh, something that very much resembles your previous compound? So you have a uh, pretty good familiarity with what would you do to, uh, do to find To the that? science buildings. <laughs> That makes sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I don't need to make you make checks to go to uh, down the streets that really? you know of your own before. home effectively. Yeah. Listen. Uh, yes, that was uh, in investigating the details, not going to a specific known building. I think. Because Xander was like, "Do these details line up?" And I imagine that involved going into some cracks and crevices in a way that. Uh, <laughs> I like I like to imagine that after a thousand years underground, the the passwords are still the same between the swordfish. the institute and so whatever their equivalent is. Unless it's just like master password one two three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hunter two. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can kind of get to the uh, 
Okay, and I've named this one the Academy. I feel good about that one. I don't like what I did with the Bower Birds, but the Academy feels like a very good parallel to the Institute over here. I have to ask uh, the style of architecture since we've made a point of mentioning that for so many Oh, it's the same as, uh, I forget what I said about your stuff, but it's the same. Gothic flying so, buttresses all the way down. Hell yeah, love it. I thought that's what the, I thought Maybe. that's what the slaughterhouse you was. It. Uh, I wrote it down so somewhere. That, uh, Do you have it in a message? You wrote it down here, but it's all like a little bit brutalist. Lots things. of cement. We didn't write down oh. the below in an underground stuff. bunker. What a shocker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there is a lot of cement in this bunker. Very it's Victorian is. bunker. In yeah. a lot of very cottage core. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of barn wood that survived the centuries <laughs> underground. Um, <laughs> you find the kind of the you can get in without right like the doors down here haven't been uh locked what what are you looking for in there like computers because answers i have a vial of moss and i need to know more about it actually yeah you i was gonna run say moss turns out to be the final boss and i'm just saying they rhyme so that the odds are in the moss's favor of being the boss we should probably figure out what its weaknesses are now smart like, smart well it's a plant type so Fire. Fire. What else is ice? Is ice good against grass? Yes. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, I know my Pokemon Flying matchups. types. Hey, the drones can fly. Uh, the drones are electric type. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do have little. Flying. Oh, fuck. I made ma uh, magnet. The moss, the moss seems flying, to love right? a little magnet one. Yeah. Electrode? Is that the guy? No, electrode's the one that looks like it. What's the magnet. one that looks like with the little magnets? Yeah, magnemite. Oh. Magnemite, yeah. Yeah. I think I basically made Jordan's robots magnemite, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but deal with it. Anyhow, um, so yeah, uh, you can find a lab. You can set up some tests with your cool vial. Is that all of you? Or is that... Uh... Well, I have the vial of moss, but someone who knows how to do science should do the science with the moss, I that because maybe. that's not me. Mm. Well, Jordan, you know, uh, Alyssa certainly has the tools. Here, Alyssa, familiar. Do a lot with of us. these lab benches are overgrown. You have to scrape them off and fairly aggressively too. Like I, okay. I think perhaps like uh, Essa and Ganymede are uh, having to just like keep the moss off the table while you guys run tests. Oh God, I didn't even need the vial of it. It's just in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the I moss mean, yeah. could run tests on itself. Yeah, Essie no, has a lot of experience well, as a demolitions uh, agent <laughs> in the in the war, so she's gonna set up like a fire true. break and just like like constantly just be like burning back the moss. You have like a Smart. improvised flamethrower. I love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. roll for improvised like flamethrower. <laughs> um, improvised flamethrower. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a steel. Yeah, it would probably sure, need lore. some steel parts. The improvised yeah. tech. Oops, it blows up in my hand. Oops, it blows <laughs> uh, up in your hand. Oh no. Yeah, it's fun. Take some damage. Let's say two. Uh, for, I am. Yeah, you're holding a very hot thing that uh, I don't think <laughs> it like, completely blows thing. up. But, Peter's um, second character to lose a hand. It in requires this game. a. No, no. Maybe. Not yet. But she already has. Like, canonically has burn scars. Right, yeah, yeah, bird yeah. bird scars. This was yeah. uh, so she is brutal. so the so winded and fearful are my two markers for harm. So yeah, so she's like Okay. I'm gonna say like, having yeah. some some psychological fear stuff associated with that From, explosion. So 
Yeah, okay. It's, I think, not like... It's like a quick flash flyer more than like, uh, you know, a uh, bomb-style explosion, right? Yeah, she's going to sit down yeah. and have a panic attack. Yeah, it's, I would have a panic attack about it, but I think the harm to anything and everything is more or less superficial, and it does keep the moss at bay for like 15, 20 minutes. I know? will take her place and watch the moss until Ganymede yeah. to look through his pockets for something to help fix her. Uh, yeah, oh. I can find... Um... Whatever my ability is, just enough. I can find medical supplies if I rifle through my pockets. Fair enough. Ice pack, um, band aid, neosporin, gauze. Neosporin, I love it. <laughs> so, what's your? Uh, you yeah, got a partial success on the lower roll. So I, I can. What you're finding, and I don't think this is shocking information yet, is that you know it's a very virulent strain. Uh, it's very burnable, uh, which is nice. You know, I'm going to give you a suspicion here that it uh, seems like perhaps a foodstuff modification going completely out of hand. Vulnerable to fire because it burns well, burns quickly, uh, grows on metal surfaces, seems to eat largely, uh, I eat, but um, through oxidizing iron and whatever. I know how I think, so kudzu is, I think, a fair, right? It does that. I'm pretty sure that's, am I wrong? It does that in a video game that I'm playing right now, and that's the only thing. I, it's like Good a breast reference. monster. Um, so, so basically, what you're saying is like when we lift the moss or scrape the moss off of metal surfaces, the metal underneath is there, being yeah, quote unquote rotted away. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. It seems to be that is uh, your uh, energy source, is your, you would think, if you've done science, which you have. Um, sorry, that was a bad sentence. But yeah, you find that out about this moss. And what now? Do you want to kind of keep looking around, trying to access the computer systems maybe? There could definitely be logs. Let's check out those logs. Also, under the circumstances, you feel like the data center could certainly have been compromised. So why don't... All that's on this computer is Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. That was a dumb joke, I'm sorry. No, I loved it. <laughs> the only the only user logged into the game just says Moss. <laughs> what else are you going to do with thousands of years of free time? <laughs> wow. You don't know how long. The Moss has had free time? <laughs> yeah. We don't, that um, is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to I'm looking through the moves quickly. Uh, probably want the finding the computer room one. I think more. Oh, that's I'm on the family moves again. Still, forge a path. Somebody with force do this for me as you kind of nope. uh, beat your way into uh, the system. It's also I think to find out how the um, what the status of the room is is I think a bit dependent on how this goes. Because uh, like, who's the most forceful? I, I have one Not force. Me. I have minus one force. Mm. I've got, got zero. zero, but I'm willing to die for the cause. <laughs> I, I've got it. <laughs> Peter's got that. Uh... Hey, I've got a partial okay. success. I'm rolling real bad. Nah, it's fine. Partial successes, especially in kind of low stakes uh, situations like this, tend, I, I'm not uh, going to give you as much control, but what you find is that much like at the institute, right? The compu- big computer surfer rooms need uh, special environmental uh, control and all that. I'm not talking out of turn here. And as such, um, there are isolated 
from the moss more or less uh, mm. at the moment, but when you open the door, it kind of starts to crawl in and the race is either on or um. Again, this isn't, I think we're talking at, it's moving no more than like an inch a minute. We're not like, uh, no, that can't be right. That's uh, really fast. I'm nervous. <laughs> And yeah, you can see not... that happening. Yeah, that's, yeah. You that asked, very, can I hear? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. That's oh god. Uh, you, the, you had to fight this stuff back oh off god. the bench. The I told you it was aggressive. Yeah. Like, the sound of moss growing that's has scary. to be just. <laughs> hmm. There's some ASMR I, right there. I was not expecting yeah. plant horror. Creaky, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, stole it from Fallout. Uh, if I'm being honest, which one? New Vegas. There's the plant vault. I, li- oh. I love that Cheryl is like, I wasn't expecting plant horror. She literally just tried to kill me in Arda with a giant plant monster. <laughs> well, it's from me. Know, that's not like horror, though. Like, that was just like, it's a plant monster, right? Like, the idea. Yeah, I'm trying to go for it. There was a creepy light in a swamp. That was not a plant. <laughs> that was not a plant. Yeah, like, horror in this instance is like, like, it's not like a boo, jump out and get you monster. It's like the creeping, like, background sensation of like, oh shit, like, it could overwhelm us if we, you know, miss a step. If you aren't staying on top of it, Like, it's like that, like, the the more, like, ambient scariness. Like, you falling into the trap of that plant monster was, like, a real quick scary. Okay, I realized we were gatekeeping what horror is here now. (laughs) There's a difference between horror, terror, and fear. Do you really want... do this but it will take I'm sure Xander can explain to us the different this is the X region X12 it's space X12 yeah it's actually the amygdala that's a center of fear in the brain and creeping creeping fear is different neurologically than shock fear and that's what I'm trying all right so yeah you're um right you you've kind of there's I mean you We've all seen server rooms on TV, probably. I don't think I've been in more than one, but like they're these kind of large racks of like computers. And the if you let the moss grow over it, that'll probably be bad because it eats rust or not eats rust, makes rust and eats chemical bonds. I'm not too clear on this. Look, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a physicist, not a biologist. Anyway, um, yeah, so you got uh, metal-eating mosses that are slowly advancing on your computer systems as you uh, try and get them online. Who wants to give me the lower roll for that? I'm betting it's Lissa, but maybe it's not. 13. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, wow. so you uh, it's our second you know these right. systems. They did indeed leave the default admin password, which is the same default admin password that you've left. Password 123. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, now I'm thinking about space balls, and that's my own fault. Um, but yeah, uh, so you can uh, access these systems. What data are you trying to get? Because you are you know these file systems. You know it's exactly what you were hoping, and you're very clever. So yeah, I guess I want to know like what they were researching when everybody left. Okay. They so, left up like a Google search page and they typed in, how do yeah. you get rid of Ma? Yeah. <laughs> M-O and then just, no. Uh, so it seems like the, uh, yeah, kind of major difference, one of the major differences between your various uh, underground cities is the food stuff, right? Like given that you're 10 miles underground, it really doesn't matter that much. And so it feels 
a little vaulty, but not nearly to the same sort of, you know, messing around with everything for the sake of it effect, right? You're built on this very similar template. It's just you guys went uh, got bugs and fungus. Some other people seem to have got more mammal-based foodstuffs, which absolutely disgusts you even to think about. And this uh, one seems to have been working on kind of like an edible moss system with like hydroponics and some sort of uh, creature, maybe kind of a modified sheep or some sort. I'm not. What eats moss? Many things. Um, the point is more that they were researching ways to make it for more effective because the yield was starting to go down. And that's bad if you're trying to feed a society. I think you want calories if you're going to do that. And you need plant yield to get calories. Um, also, that uh, being vertical, um, it's got good caloric density, which that's how they test a bomb kilometer, bomb cal calorimeter. Yeah, we did it, that, that once. That and yeah, that's like a basic bio, uh, no, Kim, like 101 thing. It's fun though. I like it. I mm. liked how when you said yeah, what eats moss, both Peter and I got like really like concerned slash right? thoughtful looks on our faces. We were like, what does eat moss? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, like bugs. Not, yeah, mostly. Like, uh, I don't I think feel there like... are a lot of vertebrates that eat moss. Or like, I guess, it, like, uh, like yeah, semi-aquatic I... mosses would probably get nibbled on, like, grazed by fishes. Oh. But like, yeah, I think mostly bugs. It's possible. Yeah. I'm going to go with a modified grazing mammal, though, as to, right, you see, uh, maybe kind of a goat. Let's go with goat. Oh, yeah. I like goat. Nice. Yeah, they've got goats. Uh, in fact, uh, as you're hacking, one sneaks in behind you and goes, Bah! <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, God. There's no. Goats oh, in sorry. here. <laughs> um, you it's have a goats Because of all of this moss. <laughs> yeah. There are... There are dead people bodies, indications. but the goats are still alive. <laughs> well, they do eat this, right? Like, that's kind of what those uh, goats are for, and what this moss is for is to complete a... Uh, Something of a nutritional cycle. Well, was it completely dark down here? Did the goats evolve to not have eyes for the past couple of thousands of years because they didn't oh, need to Jesus. spend the calories on developing the, that That's part of their terrifying. nervous system? No, I mean, I not, blind cave fish. Not like goat eyes aren't scary enough to begin with, and now they you are. want them to be like. <laughs> I just blank. Also, the if they don't need, if, if it's warm enough down here, they wouldn't need fur to insulate them, yeah, so they'd be naked why? and blind. <laughs> why? Mm -hmm. No, they, they still have. Uh, it's it's in fact a slightly. Mm, wait, you haven't seen any of these goats yet because okay. you haven't uh, sought them out. But so there we are don't actually uh, no, there are goats. No, so, uh, but you there are some pictures, so you can definitely tell what this strange sort of, and it's slightly greenish too because like uh, flamingos, um, but with. Moss. Anywho. I love that. I don't know yeah. why, but when you said pictures of goats, I my brain immediately went to like goat pinups on the walls of this lab. <laughs> but you meant like pictures of goats like in the notes about their research. Uh, well, also some of them were furries and like, I'm not judging, but the, you do find some of that there too. Uh, yeah. I, I, furries work in tech. Everyone knows this. See, this um, adds further credence to my naked goats. I don't know. I feel oh, like... God. If the goats are no. naked, would they be furries? 
Is it is in there in in hairless hairless goats? Please don't. I am not qualified to wade into this discussion. I'm not trying to shit on anyone. And like I just said a thing. Hairless because all goats are probably naked by conventional definition. Oh yeah, I was thinking like naked mole rat is in the term naked meaning hairless. You know. Right and likewise for cats, I think the yeah naked often discussed in that same. So it's not yeah exactly. But um, naked is used in that, ref- uh, which aren't actually but, hairless. But because there's a different difference between hairless and naked, like like sphinxes, exactly. like rex cats have an underfur mm-hmm. that is very very short, but they're not actually hair. They have hair, so but it's not oh, sort of long guard hairs. So when people put sphinx cats in sweaters, are they still naked? No, <laughs> this is That's an important the one time question. They're not. <laughs> so Sanders leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Sanders the smartest dude here. All right. Um, <laughs> the rest of you are stuck with me and these goats in this mob. No, you haven't found any goats. There might Sanders be goats. going to get his cat. Yeah. I bet. I bet mentioning cats made Sanders oh, yeah, miss no, his cat. And, yeah. That's what's happening. So, for the record, for bosses are super yes. low in nutrients. They are. So this, they're. In uh, so uh, my quick research suggests that most vertebrates who eat mosses are doing it in the arctic or in very high altitudes right. where there's basically oh, yeah. nothing I didn't else mm-hmm. think reindeer eat moss right yes well so mm. fun fun or is aside that not moss? yes no, go for it. so yeah. so are, one of the one of the most common thing. edible plants in the arctic is caribou moss or mm. reindeer moss which is is edible humans can eat it but mm. it is actually a type of lichen so not technically a moss ah. um, but it is okay is well super common <laughs> Thing to eat I may in. have termed it wrong. I'm talking. No, 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 no. You're d- yeah. General. None uh, of our characters are bought. No. Well, yes. Also, we, we are all interpreting this. As a I just want to be clear from a metagame perspective. I'm not necessarily describing moss. But but it also <laughs> makes perfect sense because if moss is super low in nutrients, then if you did want to feed vertebrates moss, you would have to feed them a lot, which is why they made it scary grow so fast not intentionally because then it could like um, regen like as they're eating it could just like right? like they back. weren't going for this they <laughs> fucked up oh, <laughs> and guys then, i bet we can make our goats jordan really looks, fat. and that's clear they fucked up along okay. the way the last report is like oh god oh god oh god um i'm paraphrasing here but um I say, that's not a well-written outside, report, right, it's outside <laughs> of expected I, I would have gotten an f on that page in my lab journal i've, I've seen always video been a fan of science journals where they're like ah at the end like has <laughs> well exceeded uh, I've always... uh expected tolerances and something something i'm not gonna make up scientific jargon on the spot for this but you're right it is better phrased than that <laughs> I've always been a fan of scientific reports that use, you know, general language to communicate concepts such as, ah. I mean, (laughs) like. (laughs) Perhaps he died while writing it. Like, have all five of us written code before? Because, like, if you haven't sworn in the annotations of your code, like, what are you even doing? So I bet there's some of that in this report somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Uh, true. If this is, like, somebody's, like, casual lab notebook, I'm sure it's. And absolutely. And um, yeah. I mean, I, I think what you're assembling, right? This isn't, uh, you know, a formal typed up the how like, moss went bad the report because they went uh, went out and um, exactly they uh, left before leaving that. But like you're kind of piecing together a lot of like the notes and the like that. So there are some personal journal entries. So there definitely might be somebody in there, you know, like uh, diary 
web diary go not web i guess anyhow i'm overthinking it but going like uh in a much more casual tone oh god we fucked up we put uh we made them too virulent we shouldn't have done some specific thing that i'm not a geneticist so i'm not going to speculate but they shouldn't (laughs) have done it we put the starfish regeneration oh wait no doesn't doesn't bull kelp grow really fast maybe i'm thinking of something else bull kelp bamboo one of those i mean bamboo grows bamboo does yeah yeah. Yeah. Maybe crossed it with bamboo. Who knows? Bamboo is also a pretty bad food source. Yep. Truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we could also talk about pandas. Bull but right kelp now we're talking is a about good moss food source, and it's though. growing. I've That's heard bull right. kelp is a good food source. Yeah. yeah. I, of course, get my information from the TV show alone. So. Yes. I get mine from the Monterey Bay Aquarium. <laughs> and that is a better camp. source of information. Oh, wow. Their Twitter is always so good. <laughs> I love those guys. Yeah. That's one of my favorite aquariums. Anywho, sorry. Top 10 <laughs> aquariums, go. Too. Monterey Bay, Georgia, Chattanooga, Baltimore. Pacific. The Neek. Oh, you're not going to give me the Museum of the Pacific? I will fuck you up. The Neek in Boston is good. The one Yeah. The yeah, aquarium that, that I worked really, at. I have giant, complicated um, feelings about the aquarium I worked at, but like, it's got a good collection. Um, oh, for sure. It is that like how I have complicated them. feelings about Burger King because I used to work there? Or is it more complex than that? I, I don't know. I feel like, like, I like you to need to get some things I worked there and now I don't like Burger King. Is it like Rate your complexity complex? <laughs> on a scale from one to very complex thing. Oh, no, well, I still which go there. shall I be just, TBD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I found out they fed grilled cheese sandwiches to their grouper, I just, I couldn't respect them anymore. What? <laughs> I was I coming up that. with a silly that example. Just a second, yeah. Oh. <laughs> No, it has, Anywho, uh, it has nothing to do with how they treat no? the animals and everything to do with how they treat their employees. But anyway. Oh. Mm, I thought, yeah, I'm not going to start shit-talking charities yep. and museums, but nope. I have had friends who definitely could report similar experiences at similar places. Anywho. Anyway. Um, North Carolina has a great aquarium. Just want to shout it out. I've worn one of their t-shirts on this broadcast before. Nice. Nice. Oh. Hey, really uh, San Diego Zoo is my favorite zoo. I haven't been there. I really want to go to the Georgia Aquarium and do the the, the experience with the it's manta rays, right? Because that seems super cool. Think so. Yeah. I think yeah. It's Don't they have whale sharks? That Wait. yeah, it was. It, I think it's manta rays and whale sharks. I yes, I would like to do that experience because it sounds cool. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of moss. The some of the reports go they were trying to grow it. With this in mind. So what you have are largely the Institute Academy uh, equivalent files. Like you can, this is kind of uh, sealed off from other portions of the computer system for personal secret reasons, Jordan, I think would be fair to say. Okay. Uh, you've certainly, well, like, right, uh, or more security mm-hmm. rather, like um, you're doing research stuff on it and the nuclear engineers don't need that. And likewise, you don't need their shit. And so if you're... Mm-hmm hooking them up, there's certain levels of risk, and this is a very contained backup system, basically. And so you don't have uh, access to, like, all the data, more just, like, the Institute's portion, or Academy's portion of it, um, okay. which is, since they were primarily doing the project, right, that, that's, that's quite a bit. But you also, yeah, that's really what I'm trying to get across, is that there are could be other computer data around here somewhere. You don't necessarily get an indication that there is. I'm just... Yeah, talking way too long to say nothing. Uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> anyone, not just Jordan. I just said your name because we're in your equivalent base. Where do we keep the hooch? 
that can would you just be the boss? agricultural section, probably. You can distill anything if you try hard enough. I go looking for a walk-in closet full of breakfast cereal. Alyssa, can you okay. can you think of any other resources this academy might have that would be useful to us? Since this seems like maybe it's more um, of a scavenging mission than a good relations mission at this point. <laughs> Unless we want to yeah, have relations with the moss, to... I don't know. Maybe it's open to treaties. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out what oh. our goal is here. <laughs> now that we've gotten um, down here and there's like no people and like yeah, I no food a, and this moss gonna... that's like maybe um, trying to kill you at or the very, maybe not. At the very least, can I okay. recommend that we look for decon? Go ahead. What's your materials or technology so that we don't take this out of this place with us like once we're, like once... hazmat suits anywhere yeah, well I'm, i mean makes, like once we're um, off the elevator like everybody's got to walk through the shoe bath or whatever right because like yeah if you come back up with spores could certainly go everywhere. um i will let me give you this because i kind of meant to uh, do it in a better way but like i don't want it to get missed and here we are um is in the reports the kind of regular mentions of trusting a plan or the plan in a way that's not there's no data about that. And so you kind of suspect that uh, like the central, not Xander's equivalent, but like the council equivalent over here, that building, the like administrative, there we go, boards, huh? Building might have kind of more details about the personnel part and like where they might have gone. Okay. Um, which is, I think the data you're most hoping to come away with in addition to not a moss disease which Cheryl is right to point out yeah I mean disease but pathogen well infestation invasive species transfer speaking of you mentioned spores are there little reproductive bits hanging out on the moss or is it just sort of growing and clonally reproducing without reproductive uh, structures no, it's definitely a. Uh, oh God, I don't feel qualified to speak here, but I'm gonna authoritatively. It's definitely a more of a cloning process. I don't think uh, you could really do something in like that as quick. I think that like if you just Next go into uh, yeah, mitosis uh, hyperdrive. Well, moss sex also requires water, so if there isn't That's, like yeah. a ready source of water down here, then the spores wouldn't oh. go anywhere anyway. Yeah, there you Yeah, so those are two reasons. Um, and what? I, so, I mean, go ahead. Essie wants to take some of the moss with her. Damn it, Essie. <laughs> I'd be like, You got so close to your webcam for that. Why? <laughs> she doesn't want anybody else to notice that she's taking oh, it. Oh, it's subversive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, I'm speaking uh, directly to Jared and no one else. <laughs> That's shh. not how that None works. None of you people. No, sh- Cheryl, shut up. You're not involved in this conversation. All right, give me a. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the abdrafuge one is at the family level, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me that anyways. I don't care. Um, your family, because uh, like a... you're not the only member of your family here. I mean, you're definitely with support teams that are pretty small, but like each okay. of you probably has two or three other folks. And so like, we're just going to keep distracting a bit to see if you can steal this moss. What, uh, Sway what? is the Sway? family thing that you're rolling mm. we see nothing all right good then you secretly collect some moss for later use it uh could go wrong but hey it could go so right baby 
What the? Why is Peter? What, what the fuck? You saw nothing. Oh, he we went to the nothing. edge of his range. Glorious. All right. Uh, so while Peter is not doing that, yeah, I, I think you roughly find that the administrative building uh, might have kind of more the takedown and leaving part of the plan. Is I think what the clues largely point to, not just like you know of generic sort of like cult like the plan it's it's much more like th- these people are taking care of the um are know how we're doing things that like are it seems to have been you're guessing more of an authoritative command structure than how you ended up structuring but not like straight up uh authoritarian or anything just more uh i guess command economy style anyway and uh so that they're, they're yeah uh trusting this plan or trusting these people to kind of plan the, if things get out of hand, to have a plan for that is roughly uh, what the Academy's notes say, is that I've said so many words to say the same thing again and again. All right, excellent. The plan plan. Sure, plan, let's pursue plan. the mystery and see if we can find Maybe. out where they went and why. Right? Yeah. Well, might as well. I mean, the why, I think. You got the why. Well, like uh, I said, we're not like... You- I mean, it could have been the moss, or it could not have been like. That's, yeah, no, that's fair. It it just yeah untended Plus, to even if this it was would the be moss, the result. I would think that you could like take everybody out and then basically firebomb the place and come back. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's firebomb! Fire, fire, firebomb! An indoor <laughs> location. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, hey. <laughs> you okay? I'm there's there? <laughs> I'm, I'm Are any of us? <laughs> no. Sure. <laughs> is Peter <laughs> just gone? Is like, Peter coming back at any point? I don't know. That's His fine. last transmission was garbled. Maybe there was like, I don't know what's on the other side of that curtain. I'm very excited. He forgot to, to take uh, his wrench with him. It. Whatever it was, he couldn't fight it off. It was a <laughs> yeah, large, true. loose lug We're nut. just going to see a hand reach back in. <laughs> and back he'll go. I just heard mysterious laughter. So. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh God. Peter. That's the oh, aerial net. Lower, lower. <laughs> Uh, welcome back. All right. Uh, yeah. Give me another one of the force rolls for going places. Going places. Now you're in a new place. Going to a different place. Oh, hang on. Before we leave. Okay. That was good. We can keep that roll for later. But before we leave, do try and reseal this room? Or are you good just leaving this data to be abandoned to the moss? Was, when I, when I broke in here, was it like easy to do as in like i didn't destroy anything on my way in or like um there it's kind of a heavy door like you would find on a refrigerator say i'm gonna switch headphones after i finish this uh thought actually i might be able to pull it off midstream anyway so now i've lost my train of thought i couldn't do two things at once i tried he said (laughs) a refrigerator door like i'm picturing like yeah to the the cold locker in a restaurant or something is that what you mean right exactly it's it's definitely heavy enough and kind of got a seal more by weight than by like weight and temperature differential than necessarily you know a complete like airlock like you'd hope for if you were on the iss or anything but But it um, seemed like it was effective against the moss yeah, when you opened it up, there was no moss in here, but now there is moss in here. Uh, do you want to fix that before you close it? Yes. Fair. Let's, let's do that. Okay. Uh, how? Hmm. Mm, man, the tricky questions. Uh... Lissa, what kind of weird grenades do you 
Mine aren't the. So they can't do like, any damagey stuff. I don't why? think so. Why? Oh my god. Where's the? All right. Sorry. Uh, I'll be good. No, oh, it's not. Like, I'm just gonna use the regular. Oh god, they're not. I'm so sorry. I'll be one second. No worries. I think we're thinking. Anybody else got kill it with fire type stuff? No. No. <laughs> I think weird grenades is probably our best bet. Unless they can't, if the weird grenades can't do any fire type damage, then okay. If if yeah, I can, if I can get a couple of... aberrant, so I don't know. I um, always interpreted that more as like not as destructive. Okay. If if I had access to chemicals, I could make explosives. I don't. I mean, I guess we could look for chemicals. Uh, any, anybody got any volatile chemicals with them? Ganymede has booze in his pocket and also cigarettes. <laughs> well, I, think I made a point to... of memorizing all the things you could find in your pockets because I thought it might be useful. <laughs> I think that might be up to our DM, but <laughs> according to my moves, with a few hours and access to volatile chemicals, I can make one stock of explosives, which is yeah, equivalent. That seems likely. Okay, cool. That's uh, enough to spread fire over a city block-sized area, according to the. Can, can I just can, can I point out that we we're trying to get the moss out of the room so that the computers are still usable. So if you explode the room, <laughs> be used as a weapon with tags, ranged, area, and brutal. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem great. Bring down a structure as big as a house. That doesn't seem great. <laughs> It's not a finesse <laughs> weapon, all right? Well, so isn't the data that's Sorry, on I'm right now on my also... speakers, and so uh, listening to you, but like, this no is weird. I don't know what it's deal is. Anyway. What was that, Jordan? Isn't the data that's on these computers also accessible by the Institute? Like, on the Institute side? Oh. Is it on a or network? No. Yeah. The This particular room is fairly isolated. Okay. Um, Never mind then. Yeah, I, I think you probably have. If you wanted to make a copy sort of deal, I mean, Can your I have little one of my uh, robots, yeah, yeah, drive. Exactly, they've definitely got better. Uh, sorry for any echo that's happening. I don't know. I hope not. Um, no, you okay. sound good. Excellent. I guess it's doing a pretty good job with that. Eventually, this will work. But um, yeah, you... I'll just tell the moss that I have a crush on it, and then it will leave. <laughs> wow. 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 Um, but. Sorry, uh, you could probably attempt a lower roll to um, kind of subvert some of their memory banks for this. Uh, that doesn't seem at all implausible to me as kind of a way of saying Another saying, 13. Damn. Damn. All right. Uh, you gesticulate and communicate to these little guys what you're trying to do. And um, remarkably, they understand, right? That's always a bit of a risk. But um, How do you know they understand through the beeps and the fleeps that they make? They give tiny thumbs ups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thumb, thumb ups? Yeah, thumbs, thumbs ups? I don't know. They form the shape of a thumbs up. <laughs> form of a thumb. <laughs> okay, we're finally on the earbuds, I think. That's fine. Um, yeah, so the little guy plugs himself in, and you see kind of the holographic display uh, that I've decided is there, uh, kind of scrolling through like a whole bunch of stuff, right? Like, it's kind of co-opting its uh, visual processing to do data processing, which is great if you're trying to do that, especially if you're doing 3D matrix math. I know this and very little else about video processing, if I'm being honest. 
So yeah, uh, you see kind of like weird visual effects and like the lights on the computers kind of uh, all immediately shut down, but it gives you a happy, excited boop that lets you know that it's got all this data now. You don't have to worry. Um, oh. So we ruled out the firebomb is what I kind of missed while I was dealing with headphones, I believe. Yes, which was uh, we ruled out gonna... firebomb. Um, and in the chat, mm -hmm. we have also ruled out using fire suppression systems because they're probably full of CO2, which would do the opposite of what we want. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so Wait, we've got all this data now. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, so now we so don't care. Okay. Now, now we don't care. Yeah, this room is now. Now can I firebomb this room? Well, if we've got all the <laughs> oh, data, then we don't... Stay here for a couple hours. Huh? Yeah. The firebomb. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just... So we're just doing... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you got the data. It's backed up. If, you yeah, could if, torch if we... this. It's not like it was going to survive unless you did something pretty drastic anyways. That was my point. Well, um, but if we have the data, no, then we I, yeah. don't care about the moss in this Exactly. Room. We can do whatever it wants. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lissa's quick thinking and her drones still m only barely comprehensible capabilities. Uh to me as well um just to be honest our uh yeah uh quickly get the data saved um, that drone's totally um, gonna record a sitcom over that data later that <laughs> happened to some of the moon tapes so i know <laughs> uh, okay. i don't care that much actually uh depends on the sitcom more interesting <laughs> maybe sorry uh so yes you kind of make your way towards central authority uh somebody got a Partial success. Two of us got partial uh, successes, which makes it a whole success, right? Administration. That's what I was fucking... God. Oh. <laughs> no? Maybe. No? Yes. No. Maybe? I don't think that's how this works. Um, I'm actually, getting mixed signals. Here. If you called for aid, actually, <laughs> um, if you called for aid, that does two um, mixed successes do move it up and also share the consequences. But since it's 10, the consequences are not really consequences. Yeah, two uh, mess make, make a yay in this game. <laughs> yeah. It's not as good as if it had gone the other, if you'd gotten like two yays, but well, it's better than like a man to bad. Right, if we got a if anyway. we got a yay, we wouldn't have called for aid, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to get to the yay range already. I hate what's happening. So you make your way over there. This kind of building we've never really gotten too deep into the architecture of the citadel which i don't even like as a name but we never beat so it's going to be what it was <laughs> and that was it's fine and so uh it's kind of squad it's got uh some columns but its main feature is to hold like a round room with a kind of recess like for talking basically all right it's we went to amphitheaters earlier but this one very much so um so that's kind of the main room of it uh, off on the side are kind of a series of offices, which seem to be mossy as well. Does Do people want to maybe glance? Ah, you got a good enough first roll. Glancing through them. Um, well, assuming you do, quickly find that the computer systems aren't are bad because the moss, but um, <laughs> there seem to be some sort of paper files in what cardboard boxes would surprisingly have survived better than filing <laughs> cabinets in this exact scenario, unlike most of them. I like this parable um, and where it's going. Continue. <laughs> is it? 
It's gone. That's it's where like the spirit a, like a pro nature and pro like like plant based stuff anti metal and, and, and never mind. Keep going. I guess. Yeah, but imagine this is cardboard made out of moss. Like, so <laughs> would that well, be yeah, I mean, it, The moss is maybe, very but plants morals. do that all the fucking time. So like, what are we doing? Right, you're a plant hands, biologist. Hands are typically made out of metal, so. We literally talked about plant cannibalism on Arda. Well, <laughs> we tried to. Last week. We weren't we sure to. what the See? conclusion on that was, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Life is a circle. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, plant yeah. cannibalism week here on Nature Check. <laughs> is it? It must be. Looking through the boxes. Well, do you look through the boxes? There's some files. Yes, we uh, absolutely look through more. the boxes. Yeah, yeah sorry. I just. No, fair enough. I just I forgot that like I have to let you guys do things and not just assume that you would do them. Right? No, please. Like, <laughs> Keep us on track. We need very tight thing. bumpers. Railroad oh, us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess I'm. I'm trying to. So what you find here? How does the moss around the nuclear reactor fare? That's a good question. I think if you'd best to start quite gun power to ask some mm -hmm. question chat about nuclear. Uh, bad. It doesn't like it. It reacts bad. Okay. It uh, it's it's a lot less strong. It doesn't seem to have overgrown those areas at all. The moss Probably grows up towards higher... the reactor and is like, <laughs> and crawls and like, away. No, thank you. I would prefer not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, kind of looking through the boxes, you find a lot of kind of planning documents. You find, you know, like this was very much an orderly shutdown, uh, in spite of the kind of state that it's in now. They seem to have left uh, about, now that you're kind of looking at data here, a hundred or so years ago, so while it was still dark out. Hmm. But what you do find, and this is kind of the cliffhanger I'm hoping to leave us with, is a map. A map of the world that contains several key points, including your own. So now you can go out and find everyone. Ba -ba -ba -ba. But... Wait, okay, wait. But, uh, like, so that's, I'm not leaving out that, that's what it's here. Um, right, right, but like, I guess I'm wondering, like, if they have a map that includes our points, but like, we haven't yours seen didn't, them. You didn't, specifically. A lot of those, like, they seem to have more, I would have done this better if I had done it better, but... um. No, sorry, I guess what, what I was no, asking, yeah. what I was asking is, like, if their map contains our, like, our city and the yeah. Bostonian city and the New York. You can confirm city. it. That's more an accuracy thing oh, okay. that I was giving you that for. Okay, um, I thought maybe the map was like an indication that they were like planning on going somewhere. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Um, there's one, another one circled to the southeast. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. But like, they're also like, it's, I think not, I wanted to give you not just that, but also like now you know where all of them are and so could more extensively look. But of course, we're cliffhangering here, so we'll see if that happens. Do they form a pattern or spell out a word or something? They spell out butts. <laughs> Thank you. There's only five That's of exactly them. What I was gonna say. Was no, gonna say they. Butts. There's only five I've told you about. Well, it's, okay. Uh, so does the map have more can, than five? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's all equatorial. It seems to be about fifty-ish, probably less, but more than thirty. I'm making numbers up, but like they're well spread out, but. Like, now that you know where they are, you can really uh, have a sway at it. Neat. That's kind of what, if we get another age, what that'll look like. I've been Jareth. I've been your GM. 
I don't know. What with else three T's, really? Um, yeah, seven T's, actually. Seven <laughs> T's. <laughs> Each letter must be it composed of very few points. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, but T's, you only need like three, you know, there's one, two, three, four, really, to kind of get it across, but. <laughs> so, yeah. Stop typing butts in the say chat. butts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really. Uh, it's interesting. Have too much else, uh, but. Go ahead, Cheryl. Oh, no, I was just going to say it's interesting no, we, that they decided yeah. to go, uh, well, I mean, maybe they didn't have a choice, but that they went on an expedition in the dark. Yeah, no, that uh, I, I would have been horrifying, and I think I would have detailed it more for them. Do we, I just, while we're here, hey, anyone have any questions of how things might have worked out had we gone a bit further? Because, like, I don't want to give everything away in case we do pick up, but I can answer some world questions for the last, like, five, ten minutes here. If we... What's up with the robots? <laughs> Um, I was hoping to, you were definitely reading that Daisy situation, right? But like, then they became your friend. And so I was going to wait until your character switched to really, uh, pull it, okay. uh, which yeah. is what you suspected. I could see, but, uh, originally it was going to be you, but like, I was kind of having fun playing it out a bit longer. And so I did. If we follow the trail that these people supposedly took, uh, this is mm -hmm. this is a like a multi-part question. This one I very much don't have because like, okay. this well, part I was like. So I maybe need this is fun to... for you. Yeah, no, give me a yeah. I'm I'll imagining speculate. that one of the possibilities is that we would find this like strange moss-covered lump in the middle of the wasteland because the if the mm. moss was their food and they were going on a journey to get somewhere, like what other food supplies would they have brought to, with yeah, them? Like, so like I guess you like, bring like a... iron filings for it to eat, right? Right. So you'd have this like you <laughs> like know, a truck full expedition. of iron filings. Yeah, like, you'd have like this expedition going across the wasteland in the pitch dark and the cold and like yeah. then horror movie style their food takes over the caravan. Like I'm saying, yeah, no, listen, it would have been good, but grad school, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm nah, so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't have yeah, been that I'm good. I couldn't have delivered it. Have you seen right my like execution? I'm very good at ideas. I'm okay at execution. We did a. I had a lot of fun. I hope you all did too. I hope more than that that you all learn stuff, especially the viewers. Right? Like we're here to you know have some fun, talk about some stuff. I uh, I learned. Think a bunch we did that at the least. Yeah. Yeah. Got to know most of you better, and I'm glad to have done that. Aww. Well, this isn't. This no, is a, uh, yeah, we'll, and we'll do an off-camera debrief on this say, too. But... <laughs> this is an indeterminate hiatus, so like, who knows? No, certainly, we'll bring yeah, this back, we, or yeah. we can certainly. That's a cool like cliffhanger to go from. Yeah. But I felt like, mm -hmm. yeah, knowing that you were going out on an adventure again, and maybe kind of really getting that reconnection thing going, mm -hmm. would yeah. be a solid like cliffhanger way to see what happens next, or not it, depending on how grad school goes for all of you. <laughs> okay. Wow, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for being well, the. I, Thanks for, being the GM, it, so. thanks for being the GM on this, Jareth. We really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And also, uh, Cheryl is great. We love Cheryl. Vote for Cheryl. Yes, thank you. Uh, continue mm -hmm. to watch Nature Check. I'll probably play some games on here sometimes. We'll probably be doing one shot some more. Like I'll be back in the future uh, for revenge. Yeah, this campaign ending isn't everyone's end on this channel. It's just like... Yeah. You can my villain arc this. is going to be great. It's going to yeah. pay off. Yeah, um, exactly. We hope we could, too. You can find all of these people... Um, pe you can find all of these people on the internet um, at the very least using their Twitter handles down in the reference section. Peter spends a lot of time writing Instagram posts that you should read to make him feel better about writing his Instagram posts. 
<laughs> yeah. Xander and Jordan have YouTube channels. Um, <laughs> you should go check out their videos because they're super cool. Um, Jareth also works on a YouTube channel. So if you like music, you can hang out with that stuff. And also, are we allowed to tease the other thing that you were working on today? Is that uh, a thing yet? I, I mean, I, I could. I've made working with my cousin on a podcast project. But like, if that... Listen, I've worked on a lot of projects some of which have come to fruition, you know? Like, I don't want to put um, anything too much in, but if you were interested in any of my grandfather anecdotes, we are thinking about uh, doing some stuff with that. Yeah, so if you're um, interested yeah, in yeah. a nuclear... Follow uh, me on social there you go. Uh, media. I'll talk about it if it actually happens. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, he was a nuclear chemist uh, involved in Carbon-14, did some cool stuff. Google him, Jim Arnold Chemist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can find all of these people in all of those places as well as on this channel. So yeah, even though Burn is going away at least for a little while, um, we're going to supplement the channel with more video game streams. So like Jareth said, they played uh, Kerbal Space Program the other day. Xander and Peter and I keep talking about playing uh, Stardew Valley together, so maybe that will happen soon. I don't <laughs> know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, there will be video game streams on this channel. There will also be um, a lot of TTRPG one-shots. Um, so Peter and I were in won the Wagadu Chronicles the other day on yeah. Saturday, November 7th. Ryan and I, as well as two special guests, are going to be playing World of Wildervere. Um, and I've got some more one-shots lined up into 2021, if the world makes it that far. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be on a transplaner one for, uh, oh, in right. December. Yeah, and Jarrett's going to be on a one-shot on the transplaner Twitch channel in December as part of the 10 Tabletop Tales. Um, we are also going to have a 10 Tabletop Tales one-shot on the Nature Check YouTube and podcast. It's not going to be live on our Twitch, but you can check it out on other places. So yeah, you can find all of these people in lots of places. Um, and thank you so much for hanging out and enjoying Burn with us. Yeah, thank you to everybody who's hung out in the chat. And I guess with that, we will end like exactly on time, which is a miracle. Holy um, shit! How about that? <laughs> Ah, what a way to do it. Thank all you right. for enjoying and encouraging all of our weird tangents on this show. We will see you all later. Bye. Bye. See ya, space cowboy. All right.